Hey, it's Mike Cudlitz from The Walking Dead, Sergeant Abraham Ford, and you're listening to the Misinformation Podcast. Maybe you're not. I'm not really sure. podcast contains themes and subject matter that may be inappropriate for some audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Contact Misinformation Podcast by emailing misinformationpodcast at gmail.com or find us on the Twitters at Misinfo Podcast. Welcome to Misinformation Podcast, episode 312. With you, as always, I'm Zach. I'm Eric. Yo. Hello. Hi. I'm coming in super hot. We're going to bring that down a little bit, especially since if I turn it down, apparently you can still hear me just as well because... Yeah, it doesn't change a thing. You st- I still feel like you have a megaphone. It's fucking maximum overdrive in this bitch, and I have no idea why. Yeah. No idea why. Let me, let me bring it down a little bit for... Maybe that'll help you. I don't know. Fucking... Uh, so, uh, what's new? can't think of anything that's really happened since the last time nothing pretty uneventful nothing at all there's really been no dramatic Mm -hmm. changes in our world view of any kind nah that that motherfucker tried an insurrection (laughs) (laughs) see for for you to say stuff like that the megaphone effect is appropriate (laughs) so i'm hearing you correctly i feel like i don't i i uh, uh, like what <laughs> did you ever in your entire lifetime think that you would experience a moment when the same group of people that were like, it is disrespectful to kneel during the Pledge of Allegiance or during the national anthem would smear shit and urine on the walls of the, inside the fucking United States Capitol building? Right. Well, yeah, it's just like the whole, you know, blue lives matter until you attack them so that you can get into the Capitol. Right. Like, uh, and and not only a- attack them, but kill them. Yeah. It's... And yet, so it's funny because that day uh, I was seeing, you know, throughout the day, checking the news and how there's a crowd gathering, you know, protest. I, so it was like eight in the morning and I was like, by the end of today, something bad will have happened. So I'm not surprised. And yet at the same time, I couldn't believe it. I I don't understand. I'm not okay. Yeah, I'm not surprised because they are a bunch of fucking hayseed bullshit. Half like complete. 
No, completely fucking retarded. Like, and in, in the scientific sense, not in the insulting sense, but like in the. <laughs> yeah, you the know, chromosomes what? don't add up. No, the no, the rest no, no. I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say that because there are some very beautiful people with chromosome abnormalities. But what I will say <laughs> is is that they are at a point where you know, if there's two trees growing in the forest. And one of them doesn't get quite enough water and doesn't get quite enough sun or, or education, whatever the case may be. Right, and that right, tree right. grows like a third as large and healthy as the other tree that was nurtured and receives sunlight and fertilization and education. <laughs> the little one's re- its growth is, has been retarded. Yes. That is the sense in which they are retarded. Yes. They did not receive enough love. They did not receive enough education. They are ignorant. They're, it's like, it's so fucking ridiculous that all across Parlor and every social media avenue they had, they're like, we're going to the Capitol and we're going to intercede and we're going to stop this from happening. We're taking our country back. Hey, hey, you guys did an insurrection. No, it was Antifa. <laughs> right. Like you announced your fucking intent. Yeah, there is no planet on which you can beg off and be like, "Oh, that well, wasn't us." And, and the one guy, like the guy they just busted, uh, he's being held in Polk County right now on like six different federal charges. Right. He was wearing a QAnon shirt, and he even said when they when they busted him, he was wearing it so that they would get the credit. Where, where do you buy a QAnon shirt? You, I think you have to make them. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe there's a maybe parlor has a link to an Etsy shop or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> like, can you go into Hot Topic and buy a QAnon shirt? <laughs> oh, fuck. I hope not. <laughs> I, 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 like, <laughs> uh, why? Like, what? What? And, and, and the more troubling fact is knowing in my heart of hearts that I know people that agree with everything that happened there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So last time we recorded, I I was real hung up on the, you need to explain to me how you could have voted for this man twice. Oh, did you get somebody now, to do it? No, oh. but I'm just saying now it's even worse. Like now you really got to tell me, like, if, especially if you're still in that camp, if you are still in that camp, then uh, I got nothing for you. Like, what do they think the term patriot means? Like, do they legitimately think it means throw a temper tantrum because your guy lost? Yeah. I mean, those might I think those- it does. So I think it does. And I remember pretty clearly uh, when the first stimulus was coming out during the pandemic, all the people were saying, now all you folks that said he's not your president, make sure you don't take that money. What do you think is going to happen when, uh, when he, when, if, if Biden drops that next round, if it's going to be like, the other 1400 bucks of that 2000. It'll be like fucking hungry, hungry hippos from those fucking freeloading bastards. Yeah, <laughs> like, absolutely. Well, you know, and there's been all these studies that show red states benefit from fucking social programs more than blue states by like tenfold. Yeah. And I don't, it's so fucking bizarre to me. Like, you know, I listen to the news every morning when I'm getting ready for work. I listen to Fox News. I listen to CNN. I listen to NPR, BBC and Oregon Live. And it cycles through and it starts at Fox News and works its way through. One thing I will say unequivocally is Fox News, regardless of what people said in the past, their news reporting was fairly balanced. It's when you get on their talking head programs that they really get out of fucking control. Well, sure. And if you want to hear uh, a news network do the fucking Scooby-Doo, like, ding, 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 
as they're backpedaling to get away from fucking Trump, listen to Fox News as news reporting. They are oh, sure. bit roasting that motherfucker. But, you know, if you ask Eric Trump all of that and then like all like New York announced they're not going to do businesses like any business with Trump Beautiful. establishments. Eric Trump says it's all just a symptom of cancel culture. Oh, well, it is. <laughs> And you're canceled. (laughs) Your whole family just got canceled. Like, I I don't, there is, there is not a place. Did you listen? I'm all over the fucking place because we haven't talked in a while, but there's, there's not a a place on this planet where they get any fucking sympathy from me. I don't care if they all get ass cancer at the same time. I don't sympathize with them. Like they they are fucking horrible, horrible human beings. Every last one of them. Mm -hmm. Did you listen to Biden's speech last night? Uh -uh. It was amazing. I'm sure it was not because I agree with everything that he said, because I don't, um, but it, I, I disagree in a healthy way. Right. I'm not just going, I, I, I want this person to, to fucking swallow their own face, but listening to a man speak presidentially <laughs> talking about, Oh fuck. Talking about unity and together and giving credit where credit's due. You know, he said at one point, um, I commend all the Democrats and Republicans that unilaterally work together to approve the stimulus package and blah, 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 blah. At no point during the entire like 40 minute speech, did he say anything bad about anyone? Did he, um, did he talk about how awesome he was? Did he talk right. about a single fucking conspiracy theory? It's like having a grown up in the White House again. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm sure it was a lot like that first speech he gave where I was just like, oh, how refreshing. This one was even more just like vanilla. Uh, you know, I, I had somebody tell me the other day that they were, um, oh, I'm scared. I'm scared about the Senate holding both houses or, you know, this, the Senate. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm scared about holding both houses of Congress. And I'm like, why? Well, he'll be able to pass whatever he wants. I'm like, yeah, that's the idea. We'll actually be able to have some, some things be accomplished. Yeah, but it's dangerous. I go, this motherfucker is a moderate centrist. He is vanilla ice cream. He is not dangerous. <laughs> None of the things he is touting or talking about doing benefit him personally in the least. We're going from a president who every time he passed any kind of uh, referendum, it was to benefit one of his buddies who had a business somewhere doing something or to benefit him because he owns stock in something else or to, to get his fucking Mar-a-Lago to make more money. Now we have a president right. who's going, uh, a bunch of people are dying. I'd like to stop that. Uh, A bunch of people are losing their homes. I'd like to stop that. I don't agree with how he's doing it. Stop giving people fucking free money. Right. Don't just give them free money to go buy a TV. Do rent and mortgage subsidies. The money has to be spent on that. You know, right. I agree. Don't just. And you know what? I'm I'm going to cash the fucking check. Don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm fucking taking the money when they give it to me. But don't give me that money. I don't need that money. Well, see, that's what I've been thinking about, too. I don't I don't need it either. And I wish that there was some way for them to ensure that the people who are getting it that need it are using it for the things that they actually need to be using it for. And they're not, you know. And more importantly, why not just go, OK, we can tell from your from your tax records uh, whether or not you've been working constantly throughout the pandemic. And if you have been, you're not getting any money. Sorry. Right. I would be 100 percent fine with that because then you would be able to probably quintuple the amount of money that you would be able to give to the people that were directly affected. Yeah. You know, but I would like to see an application process too. I wouldn't like to be like, Oh, you're out of work. Here's your $20,000 to be like, okay, you're out of work, but have you been looking for work? 
you know, out of, I, I like that I can now again, complain about freeloaders <laughs> because I don't need to worry about the freeloader in chief, the fucking giant Cheeto freeloader. I don't need to worry about him anymore. Cause he's fucking, he's going, he's, do you think? Do you, yeah. Go he's going, he's not, yeah. He's leaving Wednesday morning before the inauguration. I probably is. Where, he is. He's leaving. He's, you, he's not going. Well, where do you think he's going to go? He's going to Florida. You think he's going to stop there or just continue on to Cuba? I think he'll probably try to keep going, but like, honestly, he, I, I would, I would think that they'd be viewing him as a flight risk at this point. Yeah. I'd, I'd be, I'll be interested to see how quickly the state of New York arrests him. Yeah. You know, because it, it that's in that, and therein lies the problem is since it's not a federal, or he's not going to be arrested federally unless, oh, that'd be smart. So say he doesn't pardon, pardon himself, right? They arrest him federally, knowing that they don't really have a case on him, but that gets him into custody in Florida, and then they can extradite him for the New York charges. Yes. Because New York be lovely. New York can't just walk into Florida and arrest him. Right. You know, there'd have to be some cooperation there. But if the feds go to Florida and arrest him and they're like, oh, yeah, I guess our 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 case isn't that strong. And then they're like, oh, but meanwhile, New York has this letter of intent or whatever the fuck they call it to arrest you. So <laughs> we have to hold you until they can get here to get you. <laughs> fuck you. Oh, I can't wait to see how uh, this all plays out. Honestly, uh, do you think something bad's going to happen on Tuesday? I, or yeah. Wednesday, I mean, sorry. Yeah, I do. I, well, I'm, I, I wonder, you know, do you, I, I mean, don't imagine there's going to be no noise at all from somewhere can they be that stupid considering how quickly the federal government rounded all these fucking assholes up and to not assume that they're gonna go oh hey you guys already did a thing we're just gonna go ahead and stay posted up well it sounds like they've most places already have the national guard like hanging out Mm -hmm. you know so it's like well uh do you really want to go up against the national guard a bunch of fucking gravy seals a bunch of fucking meal team six (laughs) Fucking y'all Qaeda. (laughs) (laughs) No, it would not be wise. But then again, they're not wise. Well, and they're emboldened because they just fucking walked into the Capitol. Like who opened who opened the fucking door for him? Somebody opened the door. It had, you know, maybe it was that Capitol Police officer that killed himself. Maybe it was, um, you know, it could have been a fucking page. It could have been it could have been anybody. But somebody let them in. They, you know, because it was such a fucking stupid deal. And look, I was not a fan of the riots over the summer. I was not a fan of the Black Lives Matter uh, being like weaponized. Right. I like the idea behind that movement. But then you get all these other fucking assholes embedded within it and fucking it up. And then Black Lives Matter not stopping them. You know, look, there were riots. There were problems this summer that absolutely, absolutely happened. And it was shitty and it was terrible. But. Uh, had that been a bunch of brown people standing outside the fucking Capitol building, this would have never happened. It would have never happened. And a lot of people would have been sore the next day. It's, it's so fucked up and it's such a a fucking double standard. And it it became painfully on display in that moment Mm -hmm. when they just, there are three fucking buildings in the United States that should be impenetrable. The white house, the Capitol and the Pentagon. Yeah. You should not be able to get into any of those fucking places. Meanwhile, fucking a bunch of nerds tried to bum rush Area 51. A guy fucking drove in and they turned his car to fucking cheddar cheese. 
to a place that really isn't even a place anymore. You think they really have fucking aliens at, at, at the most fucking publicized military base in the world? No, they don't. But they still fucking lit his car on fire with bullets. Meanwhile, at the seat of our government, the building in which all of our laws are made, the most important people in our country, arguably more important than the president and mass. And they just fucking walked in yeah, and smeared poop on the walls, smeared poop on the walls, man. Yeah, I don't get it. It's so ridiculous. It's embarrassing. And then did you, so CNN, uh, they're talking about, do you hear Trump's speech that he gave like yesterday or the day before where he's talking about how his no true follower of his would ever yeah. hurt the police? But you know what CNN called it? A hostage video. <laughs> 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 they painted the picture that fucking Trump was being basically held at either literal or figurative gunpoint and being told you will release this statement in order to save this fucking country. You fat fuck. Here is what you will say. Not only that, you'd think at the le- at the very least he'd want to try to like do as much damage control as possible on his way out, so that he's not just. I mean, he knows there's no chance. Even if he runs is is legally able to run again, he knows there is no fucking chance he wins. He he yeah. solidified that it is only his base. When fucking Lindsey Graham and Mitch McConnell go, yeah, sorry, we're out. His two fucking lackeys. And then and then he tries to have his lapdog pants fucking killed. All of the jokes, all the fucking Epstein jokes, right? Yeah. Now that we saw that his entire mob was calling to hang the vice president of the United States, Trump killed Epstein. It wasn't Hillary Clinton. It was Trump. Yeah. Because how many pictures are there of Hillary and Epstein together? None. How many pictures of Trump and Epstein together? Lots. Who do we now yeah. know is perfectly fine with killing people they were supposed to be friends with? Trump. Because right. he, they're out there chanting, hang Pence, hang Pence. Not a fucking peep out of that fat fucking dum-dum. Not a fucking peep. Meanwhile, Pence is like still in the building. Doesn't even fucking leave. And, and look, he's a lunatic. Pence is yeah. a fucking lunatic. He thinks you can pray the gay away. He's not allowed to talk to women without his wife's permission. He's a fucking fundamentalist lunatic. But... Way, way braver still than the fucking Cheeto in chief. Right. But you know how else you know he's a lunatic? Still wouldn't invoke the 25th Amendment. Yeah, that's fucked. So I don't know. I mean, most of the cabinets fucking resigned anyway, but you can't tell me that there wouldn't the majority of the cabinet couldn't be convinced. Well, he said it would set a dangerous precedent. I'm like, nah, bitch, that's a dangerous precedent. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) right. You said the words wrong, boy. (laughs) Well, and and it doesn't set a dangerous precedent. It reinforces that the fucking Constitution is being used correctly. Yeah. Uh, There's no dangerous precedent. The man is certifiably fucking insane. I just I don't know how I have to believe, though, that there's still some sort of bridge for people to come back like. Well, I think what we're seeing, I think what we're seeing now is the thing that I hoped that we would have seen at the beginning of the election cycle was that the moderates and the reasonable Republicans would go, this ain't our guy. But it took it took something this fucking terrible to get people that I know that have been beating his drum all year, all through the election to go. Yeah, I can't support this. 
Oh yeah, so that's what it took—a desecration. Like that's yeah, what had to happen. Yeah, and that's shitty. And 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 it's still—I can't support this. But you all remain quiet during the riots. The bullshit. Nobody remained quiet. Nobody yeah. fucking remained quiet. Everybody was like, and then they're like, in our entire country, our cities were burning. I was like, look, I drove through Portland in the midst of it. It was three blocks. At no point did I see any of it. And everybody that I talked to that lived there was like, this is not bad. And there's a big difference. <laughs> there's a big difference between setting a garbage can on fire in a fucking parking garage and smearing poop on the walls, the inside walls of the U.S. Capitol. If yeah. you can't oh, see the God. difference between that, your problems are far, far too fucking large for me to even <laughs> attempt to help you fix. Yeah. They, and you cannot, the, the what about is well, what about the black lives matter? What about the Antifa? And it's like, motherfuckers. Yes. Also bad. Yeah. Also bad. Like one does not cr cancel out the other. It's not like, Oh, for me right. to be mad about this, I have to agree with this. You know why? Cause I'm a fucking adult. That's why <laughs> these fucking assholes, these fucking, these motherfuckers. They, they, well, you know, uh, only the Sith deal in absolute. Right. <laughs> and oh, and no. even the Sith were likable. <laughs> <laughs> they were able to trick you for a long time. They were charismatic. You could look at the Sith and go, oh, I understand their plight. They feel like the Jedi somehow wronged them. They feel that the Jedi looked down upon them and that, that they stole something that was rightfully theirs. Except they were kind of right. Whereas yeah. the this fundamentalist Republicans like, oh, you took our country. Oh, you mean by giving people health care and help and assistance when they need it and caring about their fellow man? Like you can't teach empathy. So youth euthanasia is probably the only way to go. Like just yeah. offer it to them. Be like, if you're so miserable here, then kill yourself. How about that? Right. If yeah. you hate it so much here, I won't even tell you to move because I don't want to wish you upon another fucking nation. So if you hate life that much, this is the only time I'll advocate suicide because I'm not particularly yeah. happy with uh, you being on this planet anymore and murder's wrong. But if you kill yourself, I mean, that's your decision. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So uh, <laughs> go, go, ahead. go ahead. No, I don't know. I was just going to say, so what else has happened? <laughs> uh, well, have you been on social media lately? Um, a little. There's a new algorithm and it is impossible to argue with someone without uh, getting a fucking Facebook strike. I guess I don't argue because I haven't. I saw your I saw your post that like they, they got it wrong. What the whatever, fuck? But. So do you know what I do you know what the original post was? Uh -uh. So the first one was I called a guy a garbage person. Because oh, yeah. he was, it was on the C2E2 page and he was like, uh, well, look, if uh, I have to wear a mask, I'm not going to go. And everybody's like, it's a convention. Everybody's already wearing a mask, you fucking idiot. And he's like, well, look, I, I won't go if they tell me I have to wear a mask. I think that is a, a f my fundamental right as a human being that I shouldn't have to go to, to something I enjoy and wear a mask. And everybody is fucking spit roasting him. And I'm like, dude, look, if you... If this is your fucking stance that you can't be around a bunch of people and wear a mask, then you are a fucking garbage person immediately. Like it wasn't that it was reported the minute I hit enter. I got a warning. Yeah. And it's like, would you like would you like to change this, um, change this post? And so, yeah. <laughs> so I go, I edited it to say, wow, man. Based on your, I said, uh, based on your statement, I think you'll make just as many friends at home alone in your basement as your personality would allow you to make in person. 
<laughs> I still got the yeah. I still got the strike against me, even though I agreed to change my comment. So then the next day, uh, I told uh, this guy, this uh, Joe McGill, I believe is his name, and and Brian Bowman. He put he, it's he's a friend of his somehow. Is a listener to the show, and he was he Brian posted a picture of uh, like one of those electronic uh, signs that are on the side of the road for construction. And it said, wear a mask. This is the way. Just a cute little thing. And this Joe McGill just goes off about your civil liberties and, and the 300, uh, the 300,000 deaths that are fake and never happened. And I just go, Jesus Christ with this shit, Joe. Like, you are an insufferable twat. <laughs> and immediately, like as soon as I hit enter, immediately. And it gives me the option like, hey, we're warning you that the, if the, you continue with this, it will be a violation. Would you like to change it first? I was like, yeah. So I edit it and I go, you're an insufferable person. And then hit enter and it posts insufferable twat instead. <laughs> ah. Immediately, they locked down my account for 24 hours. Wow. Yeah. So I, I I argued it. I was like, I'm just calling him a name. I'm not threatening him. And the, and the, the terms of service say it has to be threatening or harassing or or like hate speech or and it was none of those things. It was just me calling him a fucking twat, which is not dangerous in any way. So that's the one that they booted back and are like, Hey, sorry, we got it wrong. I'm like, you're fucking a right. You got it wrong. That, that al algorithm is so fucking tight wow. that, that it basically just looks to see if you make a statement with a fucking insulting word in it. I'm like, motherfucker, this asshole he organized an insurrection on Twitter and it took them a full day to be like, maybe we shouldn't let him post anymore. It's, it's interesting. It must only monitor for that in certain types of threads then, because in some of the like collector groups I'm in, people call each other things all the time. Yeah, that's fucking nuts because it wasn't even like a it wasn't even like a, a discussion page for politics or anything. Like it just started out like right uh, there and and it was an old post. It was an old post that I saw go up all, like a week ago and then this yeah. fucking Joe McGill jumps on it. He must just go and fucking creep his page. Sure. And so then he jumps on it and says this, you know, all of a sudden starts making the fucking cute Mandalorian COVID meme uh, about something nefarious and I'm like you motherfucker you are fucking insufferable like you're just fucking yeah. horrible and then uh 24's mark posted something the other day that said uh uh basically that uh you know I I I you know like I decry um all of the things that Antifa and Black Lives Matter did that were violent and and I I think that it was wrong they set towns on fire and then just put it out as a statement and and his most of his friends are like why do you feel the need to post this like we know and he's like yeah well uh, well, you know, Jim Wyant, this guy that is continually yeah. pushing the, the Trump thing, which I think they finally permanently banned him from Facebook. He doesn't even oh, have hey, a account that. anymore. But uh, so he's like, you know, well, he said I wouldn't because he didn't believe that I felt that way. So I posted it. And then this other chick comes on and she's like, oh, how convenient of you to do that now. And he's like, oh, well, I mean, I've kind of always done it. Prove it. Find an old post where you did it. And I just, I, let's say her name was Carol. I was like, really, Carol, with this shit? Yeah. Like, like, come on. Like, fucking knock it off. And then he had another friend. He posted that meme of the family circle where they break a vase. And there's a little the little ghost on the corner. And it says Antifa on the ghost. And she's like, well, why don't you come to Portland and see that ghost in person? And he's like, never said that didn't exist. You kind of implied it. He's like, it's a family circle cartoon. 
Like, and finally, I'm like, I go, this cartoon is not that complicated, Carol, or whatever her fucking name is. I'm yeah. like, come the fuck on. Like, where did the lapse of absolute fucking reason and these dumb fucking cum swilling hayseed fucks go? I mean, like, just just give up. It's fine to lose. It's fine to lose. You can fucking lose. I'm a fucking, I'm an Iowa State fucking Cyclone fan. I'm a Chicago Bear fan. I lose all the time. It's fine. <laughs> sometimes your team doesn't win. And sometimes yeah. when they're playing the fucking Oregon Ducks, they mud hole stomp them in the fucking Fiesta Bowl and it's glorious. <laughs> glorious. Yeah, the fucking Oregon Ducks, their fucking O turned into, oh shit, son. <laughs> Fuck those ducks. Go Beavers. <laughs> all right. Yeah, fuck. So maybe there'll be an end to cyberbullying. Maybe, maybe. I'm uh, I'm drinking a new beer. The it's, it's a locale IPA huh. brewed with monk fruit extract. Okay. So it's only three point six carbs a can and uh, ninety five <laughs> calories. It's called Dogfish Head, slightly mighty locale IPA. I bought a new beer and then I forgot to get any cold and drink it. Oh no! So it's it's Shiner. Yeah, but it's candied pecan. Yeah, where'd you find it? I was looking for um, it today. Fuck, where were we? Um, it, the Cedar Falls Target. Oh no, shit! That's yeah. a weird place for it. And the Waterloo it, Target yeah. has some good beers. Um, a yeah. lot of times, but that's a weird place because it's yeah. you know a smaller Target it doesn't have like a full grocery section. Well, and we weren't even looking for beer. They just had it on an end cap. There were like a couple of six packs there and I was like oh I think we have to try that I've heard it's fucking delicious it's, I heard it's a little sweet yeah. a little sweet but that it's delicious and mm. I, I follow a Shiner group on Facebook and uh, apparently the straw the strawberry blonde is mm. supposed to be delectable but it's Ooh. really hard to find huh. like maybe only in Texas which fucking sucks oh that sucks yeah yeah um, so you haven't tried it yet no, that, that's the one that, tonight. Yeah, that. I, yeah. Let me know what you think because I've heard good things, yeah. and I like holiday cheer, but that has notes of pecan and peach. So yeah, see, the peach would lose me. Uh, you know, and and it didn't used to be that strong of a flavor for me, but I'm having a trouble tasting pecan ever since I had COVID, huh. and so the peach comes through a lot stronger now. And oh, I mean, I don't hate that'd be a it. Bummer. Yeah, I don't hate it, but I can only drink like two or three of the holiday cheer. Then I got to switch to the fully leaded, so it's like cleanses my palate. Gotcha. But I I drink this low carb shit when I'm. Cause I'm still fucking doing keto trying to fucking get yeah. right and I haven't been running. So it hasn't been working. <laughs> gotcha. Um, you watch uh WandaVision yet? No. Is it on? Yeah. The, t- the first two episodes dropped today. Oh no, no. I, uh, I've been watching uh Cobra Kai. Yep. And then, uh, uh, what else have I been watching? Oh, uh, I've, I've been watching the rookie with Nathan Fillion. Oh, sure. Uh, and it's funny because I was watching the first season and you could tell in the first season they weren't show whether, sure whether the show was going to get continued because he was fat. He was fat Nathan <laughs> Fillion. Comes back yeah. season two, and it's hilarious because they can't even reference it because season two picks up eight days after season one was supposed to have ended. Like and he is like fucking 60 pounds lighter. Like it is painfully obvious that he's lost weight. Huh. It, it's really fucking funny. And then uh, then he uh, it, their product placement is fucking shameless in the show. Like the episode I was watching when I was eating supper right before he came down here was, uh, he, he, he was loading a Toyota Tundra <laughs> and I'm not shitting you. He was FaceTiming his son 
And in order so that they could show us the whole side profile of the Tundra, he holds the phone down like by his right hip. And Fillion's not even in shot as he walks the phone along the side of the Tundra. So you can see the fenders and you can see the, the fucking oh labeling. It was fucking painful how obvious it was that it was product placement. It's so other other than that, is it a good show? Y- yeah, it's fun. I don't like I'm not a big fan of cop shows, but like it, yeah. it, he is so fucking fun. Yeah. Like, you know, because do you know like what the premise of the show is? The rookie. Well, he's a construction worker. And he, he's ah. get, he's getting divorced. And so he's got like a 20 year old son, him and his wife get divorced and it's like an amicable divorce, but it's just like, it's over. And he goes into the bank to like withdraw some money or something. And the bank gets robbed and it like changes his like path. Ow. So he, yeah. he's like lives in Pennsylvania. So he, he uh, moves to LA and becomes, uh, goes through the police Academy, which you don't see. You pick up on his first day, like his first day on the job. And he's like a fucking 48 year old rookie or no. I mean, I, I guess, I guess Fillion's 30. Yeah. Yeah. So he must be like in his forties. Yeah. So he's like a 40 some year old rookie and he's like the old and they make fun of it all the time. And he makes fun of it all the time. And, and he has to work harder and try harder. And people are always like, yeah. he'll be on crime scenes and they'll come up and start telling him stuff. And he's like, uh, that's my training officer over there. <laughs> Like, <laughs> I mean, Love it's it. it's a little hokey in the way that cop shows are hokey in that they, sure. ha- they have shootouts every fucking episode and he's already shot and killed somebody. His captain was killed in front of him. Uh, he they, they had a missile attack uh, that was just oh. a, it was a false alarm, but they had an earthquake. Of course, they they've had every like major thing that you could have Jesus. in his first six months of work, you know. Wow. And it's like you've already seen like two or three cops killed on this show and only like a hundred and. 140 cops die every year in the in the line of duty. So you've already seen like four on the show. So that's fucking it's uh, it's a little much, but it's fun and all the characters are fun, you know, like it's huh. and it's not a, I mean it's I wouldn't call it a comedy, but there are very funny parts in it. I would imagine with him in it it's going to have natural yeah. well, he's just elements so, of comedy. But. He's just so fucking charismatic. And then this season they brought in uh Ali Larder. Okay. As like his ex-girlfriend from college that he uh, he left her because his girl, his girlfriend at the time, he they had broken up, and then she comes back and tells him she's pregnant. So he leaves Allie Larder, and they get married, and that's the wife that he ends up uh, getting divorced from. So I think he's going to start banging Allie Larder here pretty soon. Yeah, I would. Which sounds like it. I I cannot fault him for that. I probably would. I'd beat the doors right off her. Like <laughs> she is so incredibly sexy that it's painful. It's fucking. Yeah. It, no one should be that pretty. It hurts. Yeah. <laughs> I've been watching uh, Doom Patrol. Yeah, I keep watching it and then coming like going away from it and coming back to yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. It's, I like it a lot. It's very fun, very fun. Yeah. So does that mean you got the HBO Max? Oh, we had HBO Now already, so oh, okay. it just transferred into that one. Yeah. Like, yeah, we watched Wonder Woman. Did you watch Wonder Woman? I, I did. We watched it. We watched it the day. We watched it Christmas Day night. We did uh, too. Um, nah. I so yeah, just it was okay. Like I. The way everybody hated it, though, I watched it with such low expectations that I think, you know, I don't think it deserves the amount of hate that it's getting. No, I didn't hate it, but I was very disappointed by the fact that we never got to see a fight, the fight between her and Cheetah. Yeah. Like it did. It turned into like a fucking girl power moment of I'm going to save her. Mm hmm. And especially with that with that moment where 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 she fucking kicks, kicks fucking Diana's ass. 
and is just being fucking horrible. Like even Jenny goes, I can't wait to see her kick her ass later. Yeah. And I'm like, I know, right? It's going to be awesome. And then it never fucking happens. Yeah. I do think it's interesting that people are pointing out the like cringe factor of like Diana banging a dude with some other like with somebody else's body they're like if that movie were written the other way around and some dude was nailing chick who like it wasn't their body but like somebody else was inside right. of it there would be so much right attention called to that well and it's like um it, i saw a post from um somebody that I know on, on Facebook saying, you know, like you can tell when it's a movie directed by a woman, when a cat collar gets his one, one up and physically tw- not once, but twice by a woman. I was like, he wasn't a fucking cat collar. He was a serial rapist. Like, of yeah. course, like even a man's going to write it that way that he gets the shit kicked out of him. Like, oh, yeah. that, like that was headed that way. He was not just simply a cat collar. Like you can't be like, that's what a cat collar deserves. Because first of all, a cat collar does not deserve that. A cat collar deserves a woman to turn and be like, you fucking dick. Fuck you. You know, not to beat his fucking brains in. That's yeah. that's a little excessive. <laughs> I mean, she was borderline abusive, like, uh, you know, but I mean, he also was going to rape her that first night. So, I mean, oh, yeah, I, I, like I get it. But at the same time, uh, pick your battles. You know, <laughs> I mean, fuck. <laughs> I mean, she fucking beats the brakes off that guy. And then her homeless friend comes <laughs> along and he's like, what happened to you, sister? Yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't hate it, though. I mean, it was a fun little movie. Jenny didn't like it. Yeah. Um, but I like I certainly did not hate it. Yeah. Um, uh, and I don't understand why people hated it. Maybe just because the first one was so good because we actually watched the first one, I think, the day before so that she could kind we'll of. Up. Yeah. I mean, the first one had action and it had a message. The second one only had a message. Right. Yeah. I, yeah. And that's, I think, what people's problem is. Well, and some of the some of the action moments in the second one were pretty fucking hokey. Well, so I view that differently. So like the first action scene in the mall and even the stuff like where she's flying, like trying learning to glide or fly or whatever. Right. It is, I feel like they're just nodding their hat to like the superhero movies of that era. Like that was that some of that stuff was like, yep, this is what Christopher Reeves. Clark Kent and or Superman would have been doing like while dealing with mall criminals. Like, well, well, and they came right out and said, you know, that flying scene was a nod to Donner Superman. Like they, yeah. they did that on purpose. And I liked it right. because, and I also liked the invisible jet because I'm like, Oh, okay. They're, they're acknowledging yeah. that this is a thing. And here's, here's how it's a thing. You know, they're, yeah. they're not just putting it out there and being like, all right, well, or ignoring it. And it was, a f- it, there were a f- lot of fun moments, mm-hmm. but the minute, the minute he came back and they, and they, when Steve Trevor's came back immediately, I went, Oh yeah, they're going to find a way to kill him. Yeah. They're going to find a way for him to go away because he's not going to be back forever. Well, I knew like I had the movie figured out pretty early on. I was like, I see what's happening here. Like she's getting weaker He's not supposed to be there. Right. She's going to have to give up what she, the, her, the whole first part of the movie. It's like her being sad that she can't have the one thing that she wants. So, of course, she's going to have to give up the one thing that she's always wanted to be OK again. And I know we've talked about this before, but why does every fucking superhero story have to have a part where they lose their powers? Yeah, I don't know. It's fucking tired. Like, and it started with the first Superman, you know. Yeah. Quint. 
tuple G or whatever, you know, it's like, <laughs> like fuck. And, you know, and then like the flash does it. And, uh, I'm sure that there's an episode of fucking arrow where he forgot how to shoot his bow, you know, like it's just fucking dumb and it's just tired. And then there's always an episode when they, well, oh, I can't wait for wonder woman three when she turns evil. So there's always an episode where like the hero loses their powers. And then there's always, usually if a show goes on long enough, an episode where not only does that hero lose their powers, but then somebody else, Gains their powers, their, like yeah. some regular Joe ends up with their powers for a day oh, or some shit. God Always. Damn it. I, I, yeah. I started rewatching Chuck. Oh, I do that like once every year or two. I the, love it so much. the only problem is it's so dependent on technology. Yeah, it's very dated because of all the shit they use. Absolutely. But I don't care. I don't care. I, I was watching it when I'd get on the um, exercise bike every morning and then I started watching the rookie. So and maybe I'll go back to it. But I just there are just so many moments and, and especially knowing like who Zachary Levi is now. Like yeah. he's a fucking huge movie star. And you look at him as Chuck and you're like, that's not who that guy's going to become. Yeah. I don't care. I love every minute of that show. I really do. I didn't realize the first run through how fucking gratuitous their objectification of fucking Sarah was. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. I mean, it's like if they can show a naked ass cheek, they're showing a naked ass cheek. Like yeah. the the scene after scene in the first season when she's in her hotel room, just walking around in her underwear for oh, yeah. no reason. Like she could just as easily be wearing a fucking robe or sweatpants. But no, she's wearing fucking booty shorts and like a crop top with her fucking tits hanging out and I'm like I ain't complaining but this is like I don't know yeah. they get away with this in 2020 you know or right. 2021 I don't I don't know that they're able to make because it's not like it's even a, a empowerment moment because she's alone in her fucking room like there's no reason for her to be yep. like dressed all sexy like I just want to feel I just want to feel good for myself alright then <laughs> masturbate and let me watch for Christ's sake like fucking pull a fucking Aaron uh, Aaron it was Aaron Andrews a fucking Sports mm -hmm. center check that like yeah. caught in the through the peephole. <laughs> yeah, so oh, it's man. it's very dated. Whatever happened to Joshua Gomez? He doesn't do a whole lot, which is a bummer because he's enjoyable. Yeah, but I just like did he just not do anything after that? I really don't know. I think he got into like making music and but not good music. Oh yeah, no gesture yeah. for him. No. Yeah. So no. let's see. Yeah. I bet, I, bet, um, I bet there's not a whole lot, but he didn't do anything great, which I feel oh, bad because he seems like a really nice guy. He was he was really active on Twitter for a while, and then he just kind of disappeared. Like he and Zachary Levi used to interact on Twitter a lot, and I wonder if I wonder if Zachary Levi is big time in the rest of them. Yeah, I don't know. I Hard mean, to... uh, Yvonne Strahovski, fucking, she was on Dexter, but has she done anything else? Um, She's done a few things here and there, nothing like huge, but... But, you know, meanwhile, fucking Zachary yeah. Levi did Shazam. He was on uh, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, yeah. which I still need to finish that. I haven't finished it. I keep oh, yeah. forgetting about it. I, I Did you watch all that? Or not? Yeah. Yeah, it's good. Um, I, I, I'm afraid to finish this season because I just finished the episode where her and Lenny Bruce had their night out on the town. Mm -hmm. And then they go back to his place and then he goes in to his his. Uh, apartment or uh, hotel room by himself and she leaves and I'm afraid that that's the last time we see him because I think they were alluding to maybe he that's when he dies mm. and that maybe it's her fault because the other problem I have with the show now in season what is it season three that I'm watching maybe is it yeah. the most recent yeah, season so. yeah yeah uh, is it starting to feel like it's directed by Genji Cohen <laughs> 
like I'm starting to find Midge to be fucking insufferable. Yeah. Like she is so fucking rude to people. I think selfish. uh, Yeah. I think that it's intentional. I think like just finish the season. Okay. Cause you know, even her ex-husband like is started out. You don't like him because he's yeah, cheating on Mitch. And then you really like Joel. Because yeah, he's a good dude. Yeah. Like he, he's bending over back. And, he, and, and luckily, he doesn't taste it, take any shit from her. Like, when yeah. she starts in on him, he's like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I'm home with the kids all the time. I'm sorry I'm taking care of everything. I'm sorry I have a full-time job. I'm sorry. Like, short of being like, I'm sorry, you're such a selfish cunt. <laughs> and maybe my, biggest can, maybe my biggest complaint is I only got to see her tits in season one. Yeah. Maybe that's my biggest problem with it. I don't know. But I have I have complaints. Yeah, I still enjoy that show. It's funny, though. You talk about Joshua Gomez and I'm trying to think of other things he's done. And instead, I just remember that his brother was in Justified. Oh, I didn't know he had a brother. Yeah. Rick Gomez was the ADA on uh, in Justified. That's that's another show I never finished. Like I just never I started it and I just never went back to it. Like I I have to really like have a visceral reaction to a show to, to just dive into it and stay. Yeah. I I'm, I'm forcing myself to watch letter Kenny right now. Okay. I haven't watched that one yet. It's, it's really funny and it's That's nice. Yeah. And it's nice because it's like 22 minute episodes. I've been watching all kinds of random shit. It, it's, it's weird. It's genius. The show is fucking genius because you no. can tell it started as a sketch. Like, uh, <laughs> uh, like these people did, you know, especially like the main guy. Cause it's, it's, it, I think it's a lot like it's always sunny and that mm-hmm. the people that are in it also created it. And you can tell that somebody just started out by doing a character and it got laughs and then it turned into yeah. maybe into a sketch. And now it's like, all right, we're going to fill three fucking seasons of the, and it's, it's, it's genius because it's such a simple formula. Like they don't try to do anything to change the world. And it, it, every character is their character and that's it. Don't expect <laughs> anything different from them, but it's the fucking dialogue Man, really genius, genius while being so incredibly simple. Yeah, I've been all over the place. I I haven't watched that, but I've been meaning to. I watched, I'm watching Doom Patrol. I watched Titans. Uh, I I watched, uh, fuck, what is it? Oh, Shit's Creek. I Um, tried, I tried, and I fucking hated it. Why? I hated it. I, I, it just, it wasn't funny. Yeah. Like it was just a bunch of fucking whining idiots. Like it just, I, I, I know that that's supposed to be the appeal, but I found every character incredibly, except for Eugene Levy's character. Like, I kind of felt like he was like the, the moral compass of the show, just going like, why? Yeah. But, well, but I just, I, think, I, I can't. Like, I try, I watch three episodes and I'm just like, this is fucking driving me well, nuts. Well, the, the, the whole first season, they're all still pretty much awful people. Right. But to see like where they start out and like who they change into by the end of the show. Like, and it doesn't take that long for you to start seeing them change and like not be such like shallow shitty people. But, but I don't um, mind them being shallow shit, shallow shitty people if it's funny. Yeah. But it's just, it's so predictable and so basic. Hmm. And, and you know, my, my opinion, if a show doesn't grab me in the first episode or two, it has no business grabbing me at all. Like I shouldn't yeah. have to, I should, I shouldn't have to earn it. <laughs> you know, like, but, right. like, like they're there for me. Like I'm not there for them. This is bullshit. Yeah. Like come get me right away. And the only show that, Oh fuck. 
we can talk about it now. The only show that I forgave that was Supernatural. You know what I don't forgive? <laughs> the ending. <laughs> what I tell you, the second to last episode should have been the ending. That oh, felt like me. a good send off. Like how the, the uh, spoilers, guys, if you haven't seen it, I'm sorry. But how the fuck do you go 16 seasons? Yeah. 16 seasons. 16 or 16. 15, yeah. And then kill Dean with fucking random vamp number six in an accident. Well, I think that's their whole point was to like live in the life they live. It It's not going to always be some big, huge moment that does you in. It's going to be some run of the mill hunt where. Well, that's fine. It just happen. That's fine if it's real life. But this is a show that ran for fucking 16 seasons. And I want a big, huge moment. I fucking earned that. And I deserve it. And I think it's also that, uh, you know, they made a big deal of this, like when the whole Chuck reveal came at the end of the season and he stopped like taking care of them. And then Dean would yeah. get like heartburn from eating bad food and their backs would be stiff when they get out of the car. Well, at the end of this, when Jack is the new God or whatever, and he's like, I'm going to stay out of your way and you guys are going to live your lives. You've always wanted to be team free. Will. well, I'm not going to inter- interject. And I think that's the whole point too, is that like, they're just like everybody else now. But they can the, go out just as easy as anybody else. But that's the shitty thing, though, is it invalidates all their specialness throughout the entire 16 seasons and makes you believe that the only reason they dodged death so many times was because God was stopping it from happening. Yeah. Not that they were the best hunters, not that they were the best at what they do. They were just two other fucking schmoes that tickled God's fancy. And the minute God stopped being fancied by them or even having any power, well, are you going to fucking careful? Oh, you're going to choke on that fucking Trisket and die. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that would have like, been funnier actually being with a mouthful of caramels again. And he choked. <laughs> well, you know, and it's just, it's like, fuck man. Like they, they just fought God, have him go out and get killed yeah, by God. Right. And, and you can still do everything else you did. You can still do Sam having his life and his family and dying an old man. You can still do all of that while having Dean's death mean something. But I also think if you think about it throughout the entirety of that show, Dean always said, and Sam never said this necessarily for himself, but Dean always said, there's nothing in this for me that isn't going to end bloody. Like it's going to end bloody for me. Right. So have God rip him in half. Mm Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like have and then Dean kills God out of fucking blind rage or something, you know, or or figures out how to how to get uh, uh, Jack to kill God through his anger or something like. Yeah. So like I, finish it and finish it big. Uh, yeah. I just think and I didn't like it either. So it seems like I'm I disagreeing with you, are you? but I'm not. I'm, <laughs> like, I'm trying to think about like where they're coming from. I also think that they, you know you would expect that then you'd expect that like one of them takes the fall during the big moment. You're yeah. not going to expect, they wanted to do something unexpected. You're right. I didn't ex- No, no, yeah, you're, you're right. I, I did not expect a shitty ending. You're right. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> boy, did they get me <laughs> like, but boy, no, did think, they show I, me. I, I, think, I think that second to last episode should have been the end. Yeah. Yeah. I, and I also, maybe it's just me or it's cause I watched it on a streaming service or something instead. But like, I missed having that, like the recap that starts out with the song, like they always do, but like the know, road so far. So, so people mentioned that online and they said, if, if the final episode doesn't end with a fucking epic road so far, I'm out, I'm pissed. And, it and then it didn't. And, and the other problem is like, and, and they addressed it that part of their biggest problem was COVID. 
they weren't able to bring back as many people as they wanted. They weren't able to yeah. have a big shooting. You know, they, at the very end, you know, if you stay through the credits, they have that yeah. moment of everybody on the bridge with the crew and everything. Yeah. And I truly believe that that uh, Jensen and Jared loved their crew, loved the mm-hmm. fucking job, loved being on that show, loved their fans. Yeah. They should have pushed harder for a better ending because well, they should have so- just waited. They should have waited till they could do it right. Or even better yet. So they, so COVID kills it, right? Yeah. Finish it with a fucking movie. And I don't mean like a cinematic movie. I mean like a TV movie that fucking wraps everything up and ends it right. Well, I think though, it's funny because when they pitched the ending, they also, obviously they had to run it by Kripke and Kripke was like, I don't think I like this. And he sat on it for a couple of days and he's like, I mean, I don't have a better idea. Go ahead. Oh, fuck. <laughs> God damn it. Well, that's not true. He had one ending. He says he's never going to tell us what it was. But it was very brutal. And that's all he was willing to say about it. And he's not going to say what it was. I I wouldn't have. I also always thought it was going to end like uh, Butch and Sundance. I thought it was going to end in them fucking charging out in a freeze frame and calling it fucking good. Which would have pissed me off, but I also would have went, yeah. I honestly kind of figured it would end the way that second to the last episode did. Where like they pulled there, it's just a car on the road. Yep. And the shot pulls out wide and you just see the Impala take off down like a straightaway road. And that's how that episode ended. And I was like, wait a minute, there's still an episode left. What right. are they doing here? Do you think they did that? Cause they were like, this ending is going to be divisive. We're going to give you the one where you can stop right <laughs> here if you want to and pretend that this other episode doesn't exist, but we're still going to, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> you know, maybe, <laughs> well, and maybe like, you-, you know what? perspective guys 2020's had a lot of shit to piss you off this can't be the thing that you're going to be the angriest about (laughs) did you notice that the license plate on the car in heaven was different well yeah because they always had two different license plates on the car throughout the show one was that like uh, cq whatever and the other one was like that two something y k a z yeah they always had two different ones so and it was just i just noticed it right away and it never stood out to me before yeah so i thought that was kind of I don't know. I I wondered if there was a meaning behind it or I don't know. So I, I just, I wanted it to be better. Yeah. Like I really did. I wanted it to end. Like I wanted it to end and me go, Oh, that's, Oh fuck. I'm, I'm, I'm destroyed. I'm exhausted. I'm, I'm happy. I'm entertained. I'm, and, and I was just like, I'm blah. well, like, yeah, I'd really like to know what that other ending would have been, but I don't think he's, I don't think he's going to let it go. Yeah, it's going to be like the whole, uh, what did Bill Murray say to Scarlett Johansson in Lost in Translation? You know, yeah. It's going to be one of those things. It's just never going to fucking, nobody will ever know. And Yep. Uh, I just, 16 fucking years, man. 16 years. This show. I've been watching this fucking show for 16 years, and that's how they end it. Like, I'm glad that, that Sam and Dean. So, here's what's fucked up. Okay, I will give them that ending if they give me everything in heaven. Not just Bobby. Give me John and Mary. Give me the fucking roadhouse. Give me yeah. give me everybody. There's no reason, absolutely no reason, other than the fact that COVID, and, and you're now pulling back the curtain and going, we can't afford this. Yeah. Like, we can't afford to give you a good ending, which is kind of bullshit because this was their flagship show. This was this was mm-hmm. CW's flagship oh, yeah. show. Um, I don't think they planned it that way, but it certainly was, you know. And right. 
I don't know, man. Like, I'm just so tired of shows not knowing how to end. Yeah, let's see if Dexter can get it right the second time. Oh, that I'm real nervous, real <laughs> nervous about that because it's it came out of nowhere. It's like, oh, hey, everybody hated the ending. So we're going to come back. We're going to come back right. and re-end it. And Would are they see, are they going go backwards? Or are they picking up from they're picking we, up? He he is in, you know, wherever we. So he was like a lumberjack or whatever. But right. now he's going to be in some made up part in New York called Iron Lake, like some more. Yeah. It's, it's, so it's a made up part in New York. And I think they said New York. Maybe I got that part wrong. But I know that the town or the city is called Iron Lake. Okay. And the only other thing we know about it so far is that it, it is a continuation and Clancy Brown is playing the villain. Clancy Brown. Who's that? You know, come on, you know, Clancy Brown. Uh, I probably Shawshank do. Shawshank Redemption, the evil, the evil guard. Like oh, yeah, yeah, guard. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so when you say villain, do you mean villain or do you mean cop? <laughs> I think... <laughs> Dexter's target is the way oh, I took okay, it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So he only has one. I, well, he usually only has one main target every season. Yeah, so but throughout sure the still gonna. But throughout the season, he kills multiple people. I think he's the the he's the John Lithgow. Oh, okay. This season is what okay. I'm saying. So I don't. They haven't revealed any other details. Anything else about who else from the original cast is coming back? Nothing. Um, in a way, it would make sense for there to be nobody else from the original cast since he's in a completely different place and no one's supposed to know he's alive. And maybe that's why they're doing it that way. Yeah. But it just, it also seems like it would be much more difficult for him to be yeah. effective if he didn't yeah. have his entire world built yeah. around being Dexter. Yeah. So Iron Lake is this little made up town in upstate New York. And Clancy Brown's character is the mayor of this little town. And I guess he's up to shady business. And he's the mayor. So that yeah. already, I'm already bothered by it because like a real serial killer is going to be like a, a nondescript fucking nobody. It's not going to be. Are you sure? I mean, when you get so much power that you start to think you can do whatever you want. Well, that's never happened. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe that's exactly why they're bring, They're like, I want you guys to imagine that in this scenario, Dexter is killing Trump. Okay. That's what we're going to give you. The character's name is Blonald Blump. <laughs> <laughs> like that's oh, a weird, God. that's a weird name. Like, oh, yeah. just go with me on this. Yeah. Join me on my journey to <laughs> Blonald Blumpland. <laughs> God damn it. But I, I am curious to see that show, though. It's uh, yeah. And like, do they keep the original like opening credits with the oh, music? They I love better. That. They fucking better. Um, you know, that guy went to you and I, the guy who created that opening sequence. I, I, yeah, that was very interesting. Um. So we'll see. We'll see what happens there. Okay. So if, if there was, if there could be another show that you could bring back for mm -hmm. a one season, like wrap up to fix the way it ended, what would it be? Uh, well, you were mentioned it. It's on my mind. Chuck. Right. So you want I, it to end I, differently than them just sitting on the beach trying to remember each other. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I, yeah. And there's really... I mean, that's I, that's I feel a show. Like everything Chuck went through, he deserved more than that at and, the end. And that is a show that'd be very easy to do to bring it right. And then back. you wouldn't have to laugh at, laugh at their technology, right? And so, did he have the intersect then? Uh, no. Did she? Wait, somebody did, no, right? She didn't. That's and like she had had it, and getting it out of her, I think, is what fucked her up. Actually, maybe he did have it at the end. I can't remember now. I need to rewatch it again. But she, I, she didn't have it anymore. But getting it out of her, like it, it, like it fucked up her memory. Right. 
um, because she had like a degraded version of it that was meant to go to Chuck. So I wonder, I wonder if, I mean, that, that show would be very easy if they decided they're not going to, I mean, it didn't have a big enough following, but like that would be an easy one to pull that off with. Um, for me, mash, no, (laughs) (laughs) no, no, no. uh, one of two, like, like, so, so, okay. So before I, before I tell you mine, so that's your, your modern one. What, what show from your childhood? Um, would you like to have come back and, and like get a modern treatment? Uh, like kind of uh, the, kind of the fuller house treatment, but, but good. Right. So like they bring it back a lot of the same cast, same concept, just modernized and fixed. Fuck. I don't know. I got to think about that. What do you got? Well, it's a tie for me. Um, and they tried it with, they tried it with one of the two as my, from my childhood. I would do Greatest American Hero because I think it's a great fucking concept to do again. Yep. Right. Um, Because and Chuck kind of was Greatest American Hero sort of, you know, because he didn't know what he was fucking doing. He never knew when it was going to kick in. He never knew how to use it right until later. Right. And then the other one that they tried and it was a fucking tremendous failure is V. Yeah. Because I go well, I think if you do that right, one, it's fucking terrifying. And they tried. So you remember Colony? Do you ever watch Colony? Uh, no, I don't think. No, I don't. Um, it was really, it was really good. Uh, uh, what's his name from Lost? Uh, Sawyer. Oh yeah. And then Josh uh, Holloway. Yep. And then uh, 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 Callie. Um, uh, her last name's Callie. Uh, Sarah Callie from Walking Dead. Oh yeah, Sarah Wayne Callie's in yeah. the room. Yeah. Yeah. She she plays his wife. It was actually really good. It ran three seasons, uh, and then it got canceled. And it was actually really fucking good. And Hmm. if you were to combine uh, Colony with Falling Skies, it would have been V. Like, like for for the most for the most part. I mean, like there was no subterfuge as far as like who's an alien, who's not. Like V was. Yeah. Um, But but the the vibe, the darkness, and like the in both in both Colony and um and Falling Skies, you you constantly felt like we just weren't gonna win. And that yeah. would be how it would feel to fight an alien invasion, because oh, if they you know what? if they can get yeah. here, they're better than we are. <laughs> you know, I don't I don't think I ever finished Falling Skies, but I really liked that show. It kind of peters out at the end, like well, and I think that's kind of maybe where I fell off. Like it, like one season ended and it wasn't as good as it had been, and then when it came back, I just didn't care. Well, or something. And, I, and I almost think, and I might be wrong, that that might have that show might have run during the writers' strike. Yeah, I kept feeling like, so it had an extra long delay. Maybe, maybe coming back, and that's where it lost me, and I just never went back. And, and I liked it. I mean, I liked what they did with it, but and it, I guess it did kind of have that V thing because they had to deal with the implants where they turn the kids evil. Yeah. Um. But it. Uh. I. I mean, I. I, I liked it, but it didn't. It didn't change my life. Like, and I watched right. all of it, and I, I. Um. And I. I enjoyed it. And I like the like the alien takeover of the of Earth kind of, mm-hmm. you know, shows because it, it is dark and it's fucking scary <laughs> because like mm-hmm. if that happens, we're fucking helpless, you know. Um, but yeah. uh, I, I feel like Falling Skies reminded me a lot of V of the original V. Um, so I would like to see V redone correctly. I don't know. I gotta say maybe like Bosom Buddies. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. No. Yeah, Perfect Strangers. You want to do Perfect Strangers? Yeah, probably. (laughs) Golden Girls, but with dudes. (laughs) 
Oh, God damn it. You take the yeah, good, you great. take the bad, you take them both, and then you had the facts of life. Well, and I, <laughs> I heard, so they're doing like a night court. Not I, like a revival, but like a continuation. I just heard something about that the other day, that like Harry's daughter is the judge, yeah. and John yeah. Larroquette is still the attorney. Still, yes, I heard, yeah, I read that. Yeah, too. I think that's unnecessary. You know why? Yeah. Because Harry Anderson made that show. The show mm-hmm. doesn't work again without, and he died 10, 15 years ago. Yeah. You know, and he, he was like his zaniness, his weird offbeat humor. Like he was great on Cheers too. You remember when he was on Cheers, yeah. he played the fucking uh, yeah. con man. Like he was really good. I liked him a lot. And I, mm-hmm. I just, I don't feel like night court was kind of lightning in a bottle. You had the perfect cast, a weird concept. Yeah. It's just one of those that doesn't need. Yeah. Either. It's like the guy that, Whichever, whoever it is that did the Sabrina, Chilling Adventures of Sabrina on Netflix, that's oh, yeah. done now. And his oh, it's next done? project, it, it's oh. done. It just dropped its fourth and per, at least for now, final season. Like, did, it, then, ra- did it wrap up or was yeah, it just yeah, like, it oh, did. No, okay. it did. Um, and then his next project is a reboot of, you're never going to guess. Mm, Nip Tuck. Something that has been on not that long ago. Nip Tuck. Oh, True Blood. What? Exactly. It doesn't make any fucking sense. Why? I don't know, but I did like Nip Tuck for a while there. Yeah, Nip Tuck, the first three seasons were fucking amazing, and then it just and kind then, of got yeah. it kind of got old. Like it was mm-hmm. it was trying too hard. Uh, however, the Dinklage episodes were fucking hilarious. When he was when <laughs> yeah. he was when he was fucking the one doctor's wife, like that was yeah. fucking great. Uh yep. so so what, is it gonna be a Netflix show or what? Uh no, it's gonna, and that's the thing. It's gonna be for HBO again. What the fuck? Like, but is it? A, I don't know if a, he's gonna do it more true to the books, or is it a? So it's a reboot. Uh huh. That seems like it's a like, really like, weird idea. It's a mulligan. <laughs> I mean, th- that's another show that whose ending was fucking garbage. Yeah, like, it was it one just, of those shows that just kept getting worse. And I was, you know, we talked about this many times over the years. Like, why am I still watching this? Right. Um. But and the thing is, the only thing that show had going for it, in my opinion was Eric. Yeah. Oh, and for if sure. you don't get him back playing that character, I probably don't care. Well, I, I know I don't care. And well, the problem is the way that, that show ended, it negated everything that happened. Like yeah. Sookie ends up with a normal life. That yeah. makes absolutely no sense. Like it makes no sense at all. Like I, and, 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 and Bill kills himself. Sookie. <laughs> I have to protect Sookie. Sookie. stupid. You I'd know, like to see them bring back Alf. You know, <laughs> here's what I'll say about Alf. I, and I, I th- want him to not be PC. I think it's I think it's on Hulu and it holds up. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me. Uh, uh, little kid has an elf, an Alf doll because yeah. we used to watch Alf <laughs> together like and I enjoyed know. the fuck out of it. Like it is still a really good show. I mean, it's a little dated because there's like, you know, landline phones and shit, but he is still funny. And I think I think doing it like Ted would be really funny. Yeah. Like it, it, yeah. It's Alf, but he's like Ted. He's got a fucking foul mouth and shit. Like, that'd be all right. Yep. Everything he says is not. I don't know. Maybe like a newer version of like, uh, I don't remember how it ended, but Quantum Leap. Yeah. Would be but, good. But Bacula has to come back. It has uh, to be. Some, it has to be. He could Bacula. be. He could be. He could be Al. Oh. The new whoever it's going to be. Well, it it ended. It didn't end well. Like it I didn't, don't remember. He how didn't. It ended, he didn't get home. Okay. He did, and it kind of had a uh, Star Trek: The Next Generation 
uh, final mm. episode ending and that it was, there was like almost like a dream sequence. He went to, Ugh. so you remember uh, he had that, um, the guy who played, I think it was the guy who played Jack and MacGyver, the pilot mm-hmm. was a bartender. And uh, Sam goes to this bar and it was kind of like, it was like a, he was caught in Ziggy. Like he was caught in like, kind of like caught oh, in the matrix. Okay. And he went there and I, he never made it home. Like the whole show was about him getting home and he and never he made it home, which, so which like leaves to, it open yeah. to him still being out there. Oh, and we could, oh, this is fucking genius, right? It's kind of a uh, Pride and Prejudice and Zombies or uh, Abe Lincoln Vampire Hunter concept. So since he's been out there this whole time jumping into bodies, you could start talking about how he forced gumped his way through fucking history. Yeah. And was in actual moments yeah. in history. Right. I, th- I don't think it would be that hard to do. I think it would be awesome. It'd be because like I watched it some the first two seasons not that long ago and it's still not a bad show. Like, no, even though it's I mean, the only some, I mean, the only problem is pull up a video of Scott Bakula running. Right. He runs weird. Yeah. He runs really weird. He runs yeah. almost as weird as Liam Neeson. <laughs> <laughs> but I would watch I would watch some more some new quantum. Oh, I would. I would, I would. I would do that. I would. I'm trying to think of the theme song right now. Like I can, I can picture the, I can picture the opening credits where he's standing uh-huh. in the fucking thing and the yeah, winds blowing with that weird white body suit or yeah, whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Is Dean is that Dean Stockwell or Dean? Yeah, yeah. yeah is he Dean still Stockwell. alive? I don't know. I feel like he's not, but I'm not positive on that. Alexa, is Dean Stockwell still alive? Yes. Wow. Okay. Wow. 84 years old. He's probably not going to make it back. Scott Bakula, you know, and you know, he did that uh, Star Trek Enterprise show. Yeah. And I actually really enjoyed that show and he was easily the best part of it. Like Mm -hmm. him as a Starfleet captain was pretty badass. I liked it. Um, And he hasn't been in anything since Chuck. Or two other shows that I think they could do really cool things with nowadays. Like they could do like uh, the dead zone or uh, didn't they just redo that not too long ago? Did they? Yeah, I, I, I want to say they did that. Yeah, was isn't that the, with uh, Anthony Michael Hall? No, I don't count that one. That's terrible. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> no, or actually, like, uh, I used to watch the shit out of Highlander. The show was always oh. better than the movies were. Yeah, yeah, they, they, yes. And I just saw somebody the other day say, I will accept no answer other than yes, reboot Highlander. Absolutely. And it, I and, want it. And it was good. And I remember, I remember watching the box set. Like, because it was Canadian, right? Yeah, yeah. And it was one of the first shows that went and filmed up in Canada. And I remember watching the box set, Canadian version of it, and there was tits in it. And I was like, well, I could get behind this. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) And then it was really good. You know, the only part I hated Richie. He was such a whiny little bitch. Yeah, and then he eventually becomes immortal himself. Yeah, yeah. and, and continues so being a whiny little yeah. bitch. And then he ends up being right. like the big bad in an episode or a season. Yeah. And, yeah, but I would watch some more of that. And uh, yeah, yeah. That'd how be great. did how did Highlander? So there was Highlander. Yeah. Highlander two, which nobody acknowledges exists because it was fucking yep. terrible. Highlander three, and then there was Highlander. What was Highlander and, four? Endgame or something like was that. Was it? Was it? I think it's so. Not, not, and yeah, they I'm were both. They were both in it. They were both in it. Yes, they were. And and I remember it being terrible because there was a fight scene. And it was in a basement because they always were with gas pipes and they're doing their whole fucking sword fight. Yeah. And they hit up, they hit a pipe and it bursts open. I shit you not. Two minutes later, 
It's just they just looped. Yeah, they keep recutting. They looped that. the so, fucking fight scene. There was Highlander. There was Highlander to the quickening. Oh, I wanted to call it through was, the portal a time, but that was Beastmaster. <laughs> and then there was yeah, and then there was Highlander: The Final Dimension, and then finally Highlander: Endgame was the fourth one. So Final Dimension. So number two was, was the, the one in the third one. So number two was the one in the future, right? And then he ends up Me. he ends up bringing Raphael back somehow. Oh, yeah, yeah, because Sean Connery is in that yep. one too. And yeah, and then the third one's not. The third one's Christopher Lambert, Mario Van Peebles. And then the fourth one is the one that has Adrian, Adrian Paul, Paul in it with Christopher. Lund. And, right. and Adrian Paul can still throw down. He was in like one of the last seasons of Arrow as like a bad guy. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he like, I, I liked him. I thought he was charismatic as fuck. Yeah. Super and likable. I actually, I actually liked him as a Highlander, as the Highlander better than Adrian Paul or the better than uh, Christopher Lambert. Well, me too. Because, the show was better than the movies. Well, because I, of him. well, and you could barely understand anything. Christopher, it was like watching Jean-Claude <laughs> Van Damme. Like he's yeah. just, everything is very French. Like everything was just so like he was talking through a fucking sock. And I'm just like, I mean, he was charismatic and I liked the first Highlander, but it was really tough watching a French guy playing a Scottish guy. Right. You know, and it's like, fuck, man. Uh, Alexa, how old's Adrian Paul? Adrian Paul is 64. No shit. Oh, my God. Yes, it does. But it makes me feel old, Alexa. Like fucking that's horrible. Like I, he's sixty-one years old. Well, I mean, think about it. We're forty and up. Shut so up! Like, Shut the fuck up! <laughs> God damn it! Yeah. Uh, so, whew. a lot of the other shows I watched when I was a kid, I don't know that I would care for an update of. Like they try. Whoa. I don't know what happened. Wow, that was weird. That was super weird. I don't like it. I don't like yeah. it. Like, and it just fucking stopped. It wasn't like it yeah. like got all glitchy and fucking cut out. Oh, and like, that was, was weird. Done. Wow. It was done, son. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I am done. <laughs> maybe uh, it didn't like what I was about to say about 80s TV. Yeah. Maybe it was sick of you fucking besmirching my age, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Oh, fuck. Uh, yeah. I, that, yeah, that's uh fuck, man. Yeah, I turned 40. I, I turned 42 at the end of this month, man. Like, it's such a weird thing for me because I still feel like I don't know what I want to be when I grow up. Yeah, totally. Like, and, and I'm at the point now in my life where I'm like, I, I think I'm just stuck, man. Like, I don't mm-hmm. I don't know that I get to dream anymore. Oh, God, that's <laughs> I mean, really. But if you think about it, it's like I'm closer to retirement than I am, you know, anything. Yeah, like, I can get out in eight years. Like I can retire with full benefits in eight years. Yeah, that's not a long time. I mean, a lot's right. happened in the last eight years. The last four years have been a fucking disaster. Oh. <laughs> you ain't lying. The last year has been the longest four years of my life. Yes. Fuck. Let me ask you this: as a guy who has not had the COVID, mm-hmm. right? When do you start being comfortable being around other people again? I don't know. There's still so many people that aren't taking it seriously that honestly for me, like getting the vaccine would help, but then also like 
it's weird to me that they still don't know whether or not you can give it to other people and be a carrier once you've had the vaccine. Well, I think it's almost accepted that you can be. I I, th- I think it's more important that the people around you get the vaccine to protect them mm-hmm. from you than it is for you to get the vaccine because right. you're just not going to get sick. The way that I heard uh, Sanjay Gupta explained it the other day on uh, on okay. uh, Coronavirus Factor Fiction, which is a podcast <laughs> I do daily on CNN. Um, All right. The way he explained it the other day is that the vaccine does not prevent you from getting coronavirus. It prevents you from having symptoms. So you may carry the full blown virus. And so it's twofold. It prevents you from having symptoms and it forces your body to have a supercharged immune response to having the virus. So you carry it for a shorter amount of time. You have a stronger reaction to it. And therefore your, it produces antibodies for a longer time and you, then are unable to get it for a longer time. How mm-hmm. long? They have no idea. But so the idea would be if you get the vaccine, uh, it really does nothing for your family. It, it does for you. You'll, you won't have to worry about going into the fucking hospital. You won't have to worry right. about dying. Right now, if you're uh, say your in-laws, right? Your in-laws get the vaccine and you don't, you might be able to get it from them, but you don't have to worry about killing them anymore. <laughs> Right. You know what I mean? Like, and so for me, that's the bigger deal. Like if my in-laws and my parents can get the the vaccine, that's a bigger deal for me because I've had the motherfucker and I know I'll live through it. I won't enjoy it, (laughs) but I'll, but I'll live through it, you know? And, And so like, I want them to get it. I want the other people around me to get it because then I don't have to feel guilt like, I don't have to worry about, am I going to well, be the guy that kills yeah. this person? You know? Yeah, well, that's where I'm at, too. I want more that scenario, too, because I would feel fucking terrible. Yeah. It's pretty easy to contact trace if you really think about it. Mm-hmm. If you know these people are never around anybody <laughs> and then you work right. outside the home. So, like, you have one moment where you're with them and then they get it. It's like, oh, fuck, I'm a non-symptomatic carrier. Yeah, and I just well, gave it to them, you know? When Kim's Kim's sister had it. Uh, recently, I think like she just got over it. So yeah. how did it hit her hard yeah. or not? Uh, not devastatingly. So like she just didn't feel good. Yeah. Run down. Couldn't right. taste or smell, you know? Oh, that's the fucking worst. I'm still not okay. Yeah. The, did, yeah. I, did I tell you about the COVID brain? I can't remember because I have COVID yeah, brain, you did. but yeah. it's still a thing. I have to write everything down. I just got a text wow. message from a guy at work. I'm supposed to take him. Uh, I had some memorabilia that I have that like, I think that his would be more important to his family than mine. You know, it came to me, passed down to me. And I was like, I, I don't really have anything to do with this, but they would really appreciate it. I was supposed to take it to him like three weeks ago, but I just <laughs> keep forgetting. Like, it's just yeah. nothing, you know? And so I'm like, fuck, I got to get this to him. I said, you have to send me a text message, man. Hmm. I was like, I have COVID brain. And he's, he starts laughing. And I'm like, dude, I'm not fucking joking. Yeah. Like I, there are people who wow. I know and I can't think of their names. There are things that I know that I have to do and I'll hmm. think of it in the moment. And then I'll be like two days later. Oh fuck. Two days ago. I forgot to do whatever. Well, like even yeah. when we, when we uh, originally were going to record yesterday, yeah. I, I had a fucking really important thing to do that night. Totally spaced it off. And it wasn't in my phone just yep. by luck. It popped into my head and I was like, Oh fuck me. 
I'm really glad I didn't forget about that. And then it ended up getting canceled anyway because of the fucking snowstorm. So <laughs> I'm like, of course it fuck did. me. Like, so I was just sitting at home in my jammy jams last night, just chilling out. Yeah. So, so that, you know, for me, that's the important part. Like the people around me getting that, like, I know that I'll be able to live through it, you know, because I've had it once. And, yeah. you know, but the, so apparently there's a new study that they did in England that says that they're pretty confident the immunity, if you've had it lasts for at least five months now. Oh, really? Yeah. So that's pretty cool because I'm, I'm, I was reaching my three month threshold and I'm like, Oh man, I don't want to get it again. <laughs> like right. I work outside the home. I work around large groups of people. Like I'm like, yeah. fuck me. And there's no, I mean, I think Biden will probably fix it, but right now there's no grant for subsidizing. If you have to go out, you know, on COVID, you like you yeah. have to use your fucking I mean, I have a lot of sick time, but the, <laughs> ar the argument at my job is that if you're not showing symptoms and you test positive, you shouldn't be able to use your sick time. You should have to use your vacation time. And I'm like, fuck you. That's not going to stand no up in court. Way. There's no fucking no way. way. If the health department is telling me I'm not allowed to go to work, then guess what? <laughs> Uh, yeah, you, you I'm using sick time. Wrong. Yeah, I'm yeah, using sick time. <laughs> I have 1,400 hours of sick time because I never call in sick. That's what I'll use. That would be so terrible. Okay, so perfect God. example of the taste and smell thing, right? Yeah. I will smell things wrong. Ugh. So right now, I smell cigarette smoke. No one in my house smokes. Weird. So I'm smelling something else, but I don't know what it is. Huh. And that, that shit happens a lot. Like I smelled uh, natural gas yesterday at work. You know what it was? Hmm. Bleach water. Wow. Yeah. Like I will smell. So, and I've, I've read, I've read articles about people will smell everything as rotting flesh. That would suck. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Like food, like fruit, like a peach oh, would smell like ugh. fucking rotting flesh. Yeah. It's just fucking horrible. Like horrible oh. stories. Don't Google it. Don't Google anything. I'm not, I'm not about gonna, it. No, you know, but yeah. So yeah. I'm and it's just, up. yeah. So you know, for the most part, I try to only associate with people who either have already had it. Yeah. Like it, like we, we had a, we had a mini Christmas shenanigans. Like we had a mini one with hmm. uh, me, uh, couch, Adam and his wife, my, my in-laws who haven't had it. Um, and then who else came? I think there's one other couple that came, but everybody that came had, had either had it or just my in-laws hadn't had it. So we were, you know, it was like, this is nice. Because it's safe, mm. you know, because either we've all had it or just my yep. in-laws haven't had it. So they can't catch it and they're not going to give it to any of us. Right. So we all get to spend time together and not have to worry about it. And then uh, the week of Christmas, uh, my mom got it. So we didn't have <laughs> Christmas Eve on Christmas because she was I, I drove over there. I took the girls over in the backseat of the truck. We rolled up. I took three dozen cookies <laughs> and handed them to my stepdad and then told him, Hey, go get mom. So she came to the door. I rolled down the windows. He, she handed, uh, my stepdad some presents to give to the girls. They unwrapped them in the back of the truck. Cause she gives all the kids, uh, pajamas every year. Mm. So they unwrapped them in the back of the truck and they talked to her a little bit. And cause I wasn't worried really about a whole lot, but like, cause my sister made a stink. Cause she's like, well, we could all went then. And I'm like, uh. okay, look, I've had it, but I'm still not comfortable being around someone who is actively COVID. Right. Like, it's one thing if it's like somebody who's non-symptomatic and you just don't know, but I'm not going to go be around someone who has active coronavirus. That doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Right. I know. 
I'm pretty comfortable being around people right now. Like I'm not, mm. you know, I mean, and especially because I work in an environment where I have absolutely contr- no control over who I'm going to come in contact with. Yeah. You know, which you're, you're kind of the same way. I mean, which is yep. amazing to me that you haven't gotten it. It's fucking amazing. Like, I don't know. I, I would almost be willing to bet you've already had it. I wouldn't be surprised. It just, it'd be nice to know. Yeah. You know, you know how you can find out you can go donate, uh, you go no, donate, uh, platelets. Yeah. And you get a free antibody test. So you oh. make it, you make an appointment with the red cross, you go down, you donate blood and it's like a, but it's a special blood donation where they, you donate platelets and then they, so it takes about an hour or two to do the donation and then they'll tell you whether or not you've had it. And it's yeah. free. It's free. And then okay. they use, they use your blood to do a, to do studies and tests on, you know, like if it comes back positive, they do tests one direction. If it comes back negative, they use the blood for something else. Yeah. Cause I would, I would like to know. Cause Jenny was going to do it. You know, nobody orders uh, antibody tests around here because they're mm-hmm. unreliable. But yeah. I would think that the ones that Red Cross uses are probably a little bit more well, robust. You would think. Yeah. So Jenny was going to go do it. She actually went and showed up, and her iron was too low. And then we oh. both then we both got COVID, so it didn't it didn't, <laughs> it didn't matter, matter anymore. <laughs> it didn't matter at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's again like zero out of ten would not recommend, but very glad that I got it over with. You know, because right. because there's that just that constant anxiety. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, and it, it's it, like just that over hanging over your head of, you know, oh, is this it? Well, maybe this is it. Oh, God, is this it? Yeah. You know, and it just, you know, you're just always wondering and panicking and like, oh, I got a scratchy throat. Is this it? Oh, I just coughed. Is this it? it's just fucking it's horrible. And then once you yeah. get it and like I was lucky because when I got it, I knew immediately I was like, there is no fucking question. I'm going to, I get, I get 10 days off work. There's no fucking question. I am not going back to work for 10 days. (laughs) Like like this is coming back positive. I cannot, I I cannot smell tuna for Christ's sake. I mean, there were times in, there were times in college where I ignored the smell of tuna. Right. But I could not physically smell tuna. It was impossible for me to smell it in this situation. And yeah, like I, I, I opened a can and stuck my fucking nose right in the can of tuna. Could smell nothing. Wow. Yeah. That's so weird, man. Yeah. yeah. Fucking it's yeah, it's bizarre. I, I, and, and there's other things like, I think it fucked up my vision because now all of a sudden, like my left eye is sharp as a tack, right? My right eye is blurry. So I clearly my uh, contact prescription has changed my right eye, which it never had before. Hmm. My right eye prescription has been exactly the same that it's been ever since I was 14 years old. My left eye changed the last time and it just changed over like the past few months. Hmm. Um, And then the other thing is uh, my uh, vision close. Like once my finger gets, so I'm going to do a profile so you can see this, right? Clear, 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 blurry. Like, so, so if I need to look at a splinter, I, I got nothing. I think that's called being over 40 because I have that. That's happening to me right now, too, though. You shut your damn whore mouth. <laughs> I have. There's like a range that I have to hold. Like if I'm or if I have like a some paperwork at work, <sighs> if I bring it too close, I got to back it up. But then if I back it up, some of the writing's so small that I'm like, no, I need it closer. And I can't fucking read it. What happens if you take your glasses off? Does it change anything? 
Uh, my vision is terrible without my glasses. Well, because because what Jenny says is a lot of times she's reading in bed, mm-hmm. and she takes her glasses off. It's easier for her to read. Oh, that that's true for me too. If I'm reading or if I have my phone, as long as it's a certain distance from my face, I do better without any corrective lenses. But then even with my contacts in, it's it, I never had that problem, and now I do. If I if I read without my contacts in or my glasses on, yeah. Uh, I, I also read the same way when I'm drunk. <laughs> when I have fucking one eye open. I, I still remember when fucking wine bottle Nick asked me to be the best man in his wedding. Right. We went out and we were fucking, I was ham sauce wasted at the fucking bar and I'm fucking texting his wife, like telling him how much it means to me that they're involved, like in, involving me in their day, their special day. And like yeah. going back and looking at the text later, like, I don't know how she made heads or tails of what I was saying, but he said he knew it was fucking bad. When I was one eyeballing it. <laughs> uh, speaking of which, kind of in, indirectly, so I went to Hy-Vee Wine and Spirits today because yeah. uh, I, I, I needed to buy a Mega Millions and a Powerball because why the fuck wouldn't you, right? Because, right. I mean, fucking you win them both and you're a billionaire. Um, <laughs> a billion and a half if you win them both, it, uh, which is never going to happen. But I'll take one. I'm not greedy, right? So, yeah. and, and that was the only place I was like, well, okay, fuck, where can I go? Cause I never carry cash. Yep. So I was like, where can I go and buy a ticket where that I'll be able to buy something with my debit card and then get cash back? I was like, well, I, I'll go to Hy-Vee Wine and Spirits because I'll always, there's always a beer. And I was like, well, I'll pick up some more mm-hmm. daytime. And since they didn't have the 12 pack of daytime, that's why I went with this dog, uh, this uh, dogfish head. Where, where's this fucking brood, by the way? I want to give them some props. It's not a bad beer. Uh, Brewed and canned by Dogfish Head Craft Brewery, Milton, Delaware. I would have never guessed it was from Delaware. I would have thought for sure it was like <laughs> California or something. Milton, Delaware. Well, good for them. It's it's uh, delicious. Dogfish Head, slightly mighty locale IPA. It's an indie pale ale brewed with monk fruit extract. It's it's very good. 4% alcohol by volume. So I drank two of them and I still feel like an adult. Um, so <laughs> I picked this stuff up instead, but I went down the whiskey aisle. Mm. Because I had made the decision. I'm going to buy some Dickel. I'm going to get ah. me some George Dickel. And do you think they fucking had anything except for the rye? Mm-mm. Nope. Because I talked to Greg, our Dickel connoisseur, and he was like, you get the 12 or the 8, the number 12 or the number number 8. The, the, the 12 has a nice smoky flavor to it, and the 8 is a little sweeter. I'm like, oh, the last thing I need if I'm drinking liquor is a sweetness to it. <laughs> That's right. going to be bad deal, but a nice smoky flavor, just a little, you know, like one finger in a nice whiskey mm-hmm. glass, just especially in the winter, you know, just sip on yeah. that for an hour, you know, and just kind of, you know, warm your body up a little bit. Oh, yeah. Definitely. And and of course, no dickle. And I was like, broken fucking hearted. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know where to go to get it. That is a fucking liquor store. You'd think that they would have. They had 72 fucking flavors of Jack Daniels. And the only dickle they had was the rye. I think around here, your best bet might be to like try Happy's or something like that. Where the fuck is that? Happy's? Yeah. Is that, it's, oh, is uh, that in the, in the Coles parking lot? Yeah. Yeah. Cause that used to be a Hy-Vee one in spirits, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I used to go in there a long time ago with the fucking, uh, wet bandit and buy like high life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure you did. She was a quality dame. I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> quality dame smelled the same coming out as it did going in. Uh, yeah. So I, 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 I made up my mind. I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to become a, 
a, a connoisseur. I'm going to take some of the some of the collectibles down off this one shelf and have that be my like liquor shelf, you know, and every once in a while, I'll just come down here into the office and pour myself a finger of whiskey and hang out. And I can't yeah. drink. I can't drink it to get drunk because then I time travel. But, mm, you know, mm, one, mm, I don't you know one little swallow of whiskey every once in a while, you know, is how a grown up fucking acts, you know? Yeah. And I like the idea of just not just doing uh, beer, you know, and getting to the point in my life where I want to try new things. Yeah. You know? Plus, there's a lot there's a lot of guys on YouTube that that coffee and whiskey, you know, and they like to yes. review them and stuff. Very big. And, you know, I've got all this fucking gear. Did you see the uh, the teaser video for the new YouTube channel? Mm-hmm. Um, the Misinformation Productions. Uh, Very cool. I think that that edit turned out okay. I think I might be figuring it out. Uh, oh, fuck, man. So before I forget, um, we got an email. Yeah, I, was, uh, I wasn't going to let you forget. Yeah, okay, good, man. I'm glad. I, so we got, a, we got an email the other day. And so for... You know, the last year, I mean, we've done a lot better this year than we did the year before already. No, <laughs> well, and I mean, this, this 12 month cycle, because obviously this year we've, this will be exactly one episode we've released so far. But uh, last year we, we did probably twice as many episodes as we did the year prior, um, which is not saying a lot. I think we did four episodes in the entire last year, but we're definitely been on a more regular schedule as of late in the last two or three months we've been yeah, a little bit more regular definitely um but you know i'm constantly asking myself i'm like is it time like is it time or 300 now 12 episodes in are people listening does this show fucking matter anymore is it relevant Do, like people enjoy it like because it's always been about entertaining people like making people laugh bringing people in and letting them listen to our stupid fucking conversations about nothing you know having them share in our fucking misery and follow our lives i mean th- there have been people that have listened to this this show from like years and years before I had uh, the girls, you know, I had the boys and then there's a gap and now we have the girls. I got married. You've been married twice. Like they followed our life, have been through our ups and our downs, our ins and our outs, you know, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, Pretty wild. But, but you know, it got to a point I'm like, well, is it time? You know, I mean, we paid to run this show. We, it's all out of pocket. We've not never turned a profit. Like it's never, we've never had a, a sponsor, you know, we've, we've gotten perks like uh, our discount at limited edition comics and collectibles on the hill in Cedar Falls, you know, or, <laughs> or being able to go into Smitty's at 709 Jefferson street in Waterloo um, and drink and get, you know, drink for a night. Cause we did something fun, but um, you know, it's never been about making money. It's never, I, I, I wouldn't turn down sponsors. Right. <laughs> Somebody was like, Hey, talk about my business on your show and I'll, I'll float you a fucking, Fucking Hamilton, you know, or something, you know, he's, he's on something, right? <laughs> Hamilton on a bill. Is he? Yeah. I don't know. Is he? Uh, Alexa, is Alexander oh, yeah. Hamilton on a bill? He's probably not. He's just on a musical playbill. Alexa, is Alexander Hamilton on a currency? No. Hamilton by Wait, no, no. Well, she said Philip no, Sue, but then Ocarina she's Ocarina telling me about this musical. <laughs> Shut up. Jackson. Does she need to tell me everybody who's on it? Well, he was never a president, so he wouldn't be. Susan B. Anthony and Sacagawea are the only people who weren't presidents that are on any of our currency, right? Benjamin mm-hmm. Franklin. Was he, Benjamin Franklin was never yeah. a president, right? Right. He was like Secretary of State. And Hundy. So I'll take a Benjamin. I'll, I'll take, take less. Who's on the fucking 20? Jackson? 
Andrew Jackson? I'll take it. I'll take a Jackson. Somebody offers me an Andrew Jackson. I'll be like, okay, that, that's great. I'll talk about your show, your, your, right. your business on the show. Like I won't turn it down. Well, I really fucking got off in the weeds there for a second, but it's never been about that. It's just been about having fun and hopefully other people are having fun too. But I, I'm always second guessing myself. I am my own worst fucking enemy. I am uh, self-destructive. I am fucking a constant pessimist, you know, and I'm always trying to tell myself, ah, this is the, this is the year we're done. This is the year we're done. And it always seems like something happens where I'm like, no, we need to keep doing this. Like one, because I, I fucking love it. Like this is, I mean, I always used to joke that it was my therapy, but now I put in a guy's kids through college doing therapy but like it (laughs) (laughs) right this still like i look forward to it every time like i've been looking forward to this all week and and when we do it and we sit down and do it it's so much fun and especially right now because of covid this is literally the only interaction you and i get yeah you know like and and i mean we used to see each other all the time like multiple times a week we would do stuff together we'd see each other and now this is our only connection right now so like it's even more important to me now but at the same time i was just like fuck do i really want to spend another 109 dollars you know on the hosting fees right you know i mean i've been we've been doing this show for fucking since 2007 it is 2021 this october will be 14 years Wow. That this podcast has been in operation. 14 times 109, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> That's a really nice vacation. <laughs> like, yeah, I, yeah, I mean, yeah. I haven't done the actual math and maybe I shouldn't, but maybe I will right now. Uh, 14 times 109 is $1,526. That's a lot of money, right? Um, And that's not including the cost of the equipment, the cost of time, uh, going to conventions that were a mainstay of doing this podcast. How much money that cost? You know, like, and it's just like, fuck, do I need to keep spending this money? I'm 42 years old. Do I need to fucking grow up? Do I need to only do uh, uh, endeavors and hobbies that might at least be able to break me even? You know, Mm -hmm. shit like that. And then I get an email like this. So two weeks ago, I got an email first that said, um, and I almost deleted it because I assumed it was a fucking scam. And it said that I had received a PayPal contribution. And I'm like, I don't know that my PayPal has been utilized in fucking six years. I mean, I've used Venmo, <laughs> like Venmo is a PayPal company and I've used Venmo several times, but yep. I'm like, I don't, I don't even know if my PayPal is still active. And so I looked at it and there was a sizable amount of money in there. And I'm like, what the fuck? And then I saw who it was from. And it was from a listener. And I immediately emailed him. I was like, bro, why you send money? <laughs> yeah. And I got nothing back from him. And then I realized, oh, shit, I emailed him from my personal email account. So he probably just deleted it. Thought it was yeah. fucking a, a Nigerian prince or something. So I sent him <laughs> another email from the podcast email account. And I was like, buddy. Why you send money? And this is the email that I got back regarding PayPal. Pardon me if I ramble. The reasons I sent the money are many. The main reason is I felt that the show and your work on it should be worth something. I have listened to every show, many of them over 10 times. If I gave you a dollar for every time I listened, I would have given at least five, maybe 10 times what I gave. I've been intending to do this for some time. Um, I would say to myself, I'll wait for a show to go up and then I will donate. 
But by the time that would happen, the money would be gone. Because of this, fuck, man. <laughs> I'm going to fucking okay. Kevin, Kevin Smith my way through this fucking email. Um, because of this, when I got my $600 from the government, I thought, I will give now in hopes of a show instead of when the show went up. <laughs> yeah. Fair. <laughs> it's it's yeah. fair. I don't, even, yeah. I don't even feel like that's a shot. I think that's just a fucking statement, a fair statement. Yeah. Oh, fuck, man. Uh, need me to, do you need me to read this? Uh, no, okay? I'm, I got it. I got it. I got it. It's All fucking, right. yeah, it's <laughs> misinfo podcast has, and does mean so much to me it is the only constant in my life. It makes me think, laugh, cry, and rage along with you too. Well, we know which one of that we do the most. <laughs> <laughs> um, the pod means more to people than you think. At least to me, it does feel free to read this on the show or not your call from Aaron Lettuce. And, it, and it's funny because I've always said Aaron Letts. He's listened to the show forever, right? And mm -hmm. he says in parentheses, my last name is pronounced Lettuce. <laughs> <laughs> like the vegetable. <laughs> yeah. uh, like the fucking vegetable. So, yeah. oh, fuck, God. I wish I had at least had the excuse that I fucking smoke weed because I'm fucking all fucking teary-eyed like Kevin Smith. Uh, who uh, unblocked me on Twitter, by the way. Uh, so <laughs> I just can't get over it. Um, yeah. But look, like, so, and it really fucking sucks because uh, Aaron lives in Tucson. And uh, uh, when I was down in Arizona last February, uh, I was, we, were, we had plans to meet up, but he was working and we couldn't meet up for a beer. Like, it just didn't work out. The scheduling didn't work out. And like, I, it fucking, I felt terrible about it and I was kicking myself the whole fucking trip. Cause I was like, man, I really wanted to meet this guy. Cause he's an OG. Like he's right yeah. up there with fucking Joey Sanchez, Gary Allegra, like these guys that have listened for fucking 14 years. These guys that have been around mm -hmm. forever, you know, like there have been people in our lives, like that we've met personally in this town that we don't associate with anymore because it's just like people grow apart or people have, they get busy, you know, whatever. And they don't listen anymore. But these guys, you know, this guy lives in Tucson, Arizona, right? Um, Gary Legger lives in Florida. Joey Sanchez lives in Kansas City, mm -hmm. Missouri, I believe, right? And I know things about these guys' lives. Not like uber personal things, right? No, not like like mm -hmm. underwear sizes and shit. <laughs> but like, <laughs> like I know their lives and I know what's happened to them and the things that have gone on in their lives. And it's like, that's why I feel like, and it's not some fucking noble function, right? But it's like, I feel like I have an obligation to my friends to not stop being their friend. You know, we've said forever, you know, people would write in and be like, big fan of the show. And I always tell them, you're not a fan of the show. You're our friend. Yeah. Friend of the show. You know? You're a friend of the show. You listen, you interact with us. We, when you send me an email and I email you back, it's an, it's a conversation. It's not a fucking transaction. Yep. You know, and I, I won't, I won't be fucking gauche and say how much money he sent, mm -hmm. but it was definitely enough to pay our hosting fees for a year. And he's a regular guy. There's other things he could spend that money on. That are way yeah. more important than a stupid fucking podcast recorded 
in a basement. I mean, I will say we own our own basements. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, we're not recording them in our parents' basement, but still a basement in Waterloo. And that's not to say the show hasn't done really great things. You know, we've raised money for people in need. We've uh, uh, interviewed some fucking amazing celebrities. We're on first name and email basis with, uh, you know, True TV's biggest star. <laughs> you know, I mean, there's some really cool stuff that's come from this show. But to me, the coolest shit is Aaron Lettuce from Tucson. Joey Sanchez from Kansas City. Gary Allegra from somewhere in crazy ass fucking Florida. Satellite Beach, maybe? Maybe. 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 That sounds about right. Yeah. I feel like I, yeah. Oh, no, Buffalo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I just like, you know, even just being friends with them on Facebook, even if you don't interact, like I don't comment on a lot of people's things on Facebook. I don't interact with a lot of posts, um, but I see things, you know, like I know that Gary might be one of the people uh, that I know, even if I don't know him, know him, but that I know that like the band Jimmy world as much as I do, like he posts about them kind of regularly, often enough that I'm like, yeah, right on. Somebody else is still listening to them too. I know that when COVID first really started being a thing, his, one of his best friends was one of the first people yep. that I knew of by any association that was in the hospital with it and came out on um, oxygen. And like, yes, I distinctly remember out. that. Yep, yeah. Yep, yep. So, I mean, like we still, I may not reach out, but I like, we still see you guys. Yeah. Yeah. And that's like, to me, that's the biggest deal. Like I would never know so many people, you know, and I, I don't even want to like put no in douche quotes, you know, like yeah. I, I would never had the opportunity to have that receive that email, that a right. email from Aaron, like is, I, I just, I made the joke the other day or more the observation that I never get legitimate emails anymore. Like mm -hmm. every single fucking email that comes to any of my, I have like six email accounts and every single one of those email accounts is on the regular inundated by fucking bullshit. Yep. And then I get this email and it means everything in the world to me. Yeah. It's great. And yeah, that's so that's, that's selfish. Like it's admittedly selfish because it makes me feel good, mm -hmm. you know, but it makes me feel good that we can make him laugh. Yeah. And I hope you're raging with us well, it, and not it, also raging because I don't want to make you angry. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to make you angry. I want to make, I want to bring you joy, Aaron. Like I really do. Uh, but it just, well, it, think, go ahead. I don't think there's anything wrong with his email making you feel good. And he, you were in a position to get an email from him that made you feel good because the thing that you are doing makes him feel good. The thing we are doing. Well, you know what I yeah, mean? I'm, yeah. I'm just speaking to you, you know, right, right. um, so I don't think that that's unfair or selfish of you to get an email like that and feel good about it. Yeah. Um, I, I, I know. I, I think it would be different if you were like, Hey man, this fool just paid us some money. What a dummy. Like, but you didn't feel that way about it at all. You didn't get it. You're like, why would someone give us money? Right. I don't understand right. why that would happen. I mean, to be clear, um, I didn't send it back. <laughs> <laughs> but i mean it, that's that's what it did it paid our hosting fees like it went to nothing yeah. other than that like it and 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 we don't like it's it's just great knowing that it was that important to somebody um but what i will say is if you find yourself in a situation where you are not in a position don't feel 
any kind of obligation to us. Mm-hmm. We knew we knew what we were getting into when we started doing this. Like we knew it wasn't going to make us money. I was fortunate enough to be in a position where I could buy a bunch of stupid, expensive equipment <laughs> and, and put it in, which by the way, I got to build another fucking desk. This thing's a piece of shit. Like I was really proud of it, but it is so fucking wonky. Like yeah. but whatever. But like, it, it, like I was looking at it today. It's a fucking disaster. Uh, I was so, so proud of it when it started, uh, it, you know, but like I, I've been lucky that I work a job that I generally uh, hate <laughs> to afford myself to buy things that bring me joy. Mm-hmm. And what brings me joy is putting out this fucking show and making people laugh. And as a stand-up comic, it's really tough for me because I don't know until I get an email like this that people are laughing. I come from a world in live theater and stand-up comedy where it's immediate fucking gratification. Yeah, you know that moment, whether you fucking nailed it or fucked yourself hard, right? And through yeah. this, I, my job every episode is to make you laugh. <laughs> right. That's basically what we're going for. Yeah. I mean, I feel like if I can make you laugh, somebody else is fucking laughing. Uh, you know, because I mean, as long as we've fucking known each other, I mean, we can virtually complete each other's sentences that if, if you laugh, I fucking did something right. So yeah. hopefully one of the other six people, which I've right. named, I've named half of them <laughs> right. are, are, are listening that they're also laughing, you know, absolutely. and it doesn't matter. Like, would I, would I love to have 10,000 listeners? Fuck yeah. Do I think this is the kind of show that could support 10,000 listeners? I think so. I think we're fun, but I am very grateful for the people that have stuck around because having that regular group of people that keep coming back. I mean, I've fallen in and out of love with a lot of podcasts in the last 15 years. Oh yeah. And there's maybe one that I listen to every single fucking time it comes out. So to know that we are some people's one, it's pretty fucking amazing, man. Hmm. I mean, it's especially, I mean, I mean, I would say especially now, but it's quite the opposite. People have way more time for podcasts, so it's way easier to fit us in now, <laughs> but, sure. you know, but especially now because of like COVID f- fatigue, man, like COVID fatigue is a real fucking thing and people are not okay. Like people are being affected right. by things that would have never affected them. There's, there's more spousal abuse. There's more suicide. There's more bad shit happening in the world because yeah. people are just tired of being tired. You know, there's a reason that when you're dealing with people that are suicidal and they start giving you clues and they're like, I'm just tired. That that's a thing, right? That means a thing. And now the whole world is fucking tired. Mm-hmm. So if, if this stupid fucking show, uh, these two fucking idiots can make people laugh. I'm, I'm fucking flying high, man. Like I'm, I'm on cloud nine and not the one in fucking Missouri <laughs> with fucking Jonah. <laughs> like, God, damn God damn it, Mateo. Yeah. <laughs> That's still a good show. Yeah. <laughs> I can, uh, and it does not need America for at all. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's pretty fucking awesome, man. Like, I, mm-hmm. I don't, and, and I, I don't know, like, I mean, look, Aaron, I, I get to Arizona, like I get to Arizona, um, and we will have a beer together someday. 
um, preferably at the Oracle Hooters if it still exists. Um, <laughs> but, but uh, you know, it's going to happen, buddy. And uh, I, I appreciate the fuck out of you. And don't send us any more money, man. Like, we don't need that from like i appreciate it i really do and like i said i didn't send it back but you you don't need to feel like you have to do that because just you being around seeing that num seeing that one like when i fucking upload it later probably early next week when i upload this show and i see that one pop up for downloads like right away i'm just gonna assume that's aaron lettuce it's aaron yeah yeah you know i mean well i think i don't know i think he should know that when you got that email and you screenshotted it and texted it to me right away. You got it at a time where you really needed to hear something positive yeah. in your, in your week. So he did something good for you in that moment too, just sending you that message. Well, and he did it selflessly because he didn't know I needed it. Like, That's he, what I'm saying. Know, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like it, yeah, that was, I mean, things have been pretty fucking shitty and it, it's, it, and it is, it's COVID fatigue. I've been oversensitive. Um, my fucking fucking brain meds weren't right. Like, like yeah. a lot of shit, it was, you know, it kind of fucking piled on at once. And it, and, he, and here's the thing, like, so I was telling my guy when I went to fucking, I'll, I'll share this with everybody because I think it's, I think it's important, right? Because a lot of people are trying to say that like, look, COVID doesn't affect me. Like this whole pandemic hasn't affected me. Like my life's gone on as normal. Yeah. And I, I was saying the same thing, right? Um, because I felt like when I went to therapy and talked about my problems, that what I needed to do is focus on the problems that I have that nobody else has. Right. Mm -hmm. So for fucking nine months, 10 months, I ignored COVID. I very rarely talked about it in therapy. I very rarely brought it up until I fucking had a breakdown and realized that something wasn't right. And I should have been talking about it because while, it, yes, it affects everybody, people like me are in a unique situation of being at a higher risk <laughs> for having things affect them yeah. uh, because of mental illness. Right. So like, don't, don't try to be tough and be like, Oh, COVID's not affecting me, man. Like everything's great because you may not realize that it really is like, it, this is not normal to not be allowed to see your family members. And I don't want to fucking convince people into fucking depression, but like <laughs> to not be able to not be able to see your family members, to not be able to go out to eat where you want, when you want to not be able to shop the way you want to even the, the simple, and I'm not trying to talk you out of wearing a mask because I think it's very important, but the simple task of having to cover your face everywhere you go and everyone you meet, you have to try to figure out just by their eyes, whether they're smiling whether they want to see you, whether they're, you're in their way. You know, how easy did it used to be at a grocery store when you're pushing your cart? You could convey very easily by the look on your face alone, whether when someone was in your way, you were forgiving and like, oh, buddy, that's all right. Everybody gets in each other's way at the grocery store or whether you were annoyed. Yep. Because it's that simple. You smile like, oh, no problem. You're fine. But now you're wearing that fucking mask and it's, oh, no problem. You're fine. Like, does that sound fucking warm? <laughs> no, it, it doesn't. It sounds like fucking Darth Vader. And we saw what he did to that fucking rebel ship at the end of fucking Rogue One. <laughs> that wasn't a good fucking deal. Yeah. We'll get there in a second. Because <laughs> I just realized where we need to go. Um, so, so the COVID fatigue is a very real fucking thing. And we were not meant... Now, and don't get me wrong. This is not a fucking speech about how fucking resist. 
don't wear masks, do what you want to do. But we were not meant to interact this way. Right. So it is having an effect on humanity. Yeah. So make sure you're fucking addressing that. Don't be like me. Don't wait until a thing happens and you're like, oh, fuck, I'm broken. I mean, I know I'm broken. I've been broken for a very long time. Like, it's not a fucking new revelation, right? I I could bring my wife down here right now and she would explain to you the four times yesterday that I was broken. But like to be excessively broken and to have it really affect your wife or your your wife, (laughs) true, your life and your interactions with other people like this situation that we're going through, coupled with the political unrest and the fucking horrible, horrible, evil fucking person that ran our country for four years and made people feel bad about themselves. He was an abusive fucking narcissist and he made people feel bad about themselves because of their beliefs and their empathy and their want of a better life. He made them feel less than he's a typical abuser and a narcissist. We all had to live through that. Even his supporters don't realize it, but they are abused spouses. They are making excuses for their abuser. We've all lived through that for four years. And then at the tail end of it, they're like, hold my beer. You thought life was terrible before. Now we're going to give you an inescapable global pandemic that doesn't allow you to do the things that you normally do to compress. You can't go to the bar with your friends. You can't go see a movie. You can't go see a play. You can't go see a fucking concert. You can't go for fucking ice cream without wearing a fucking stormtrooper helmet. Life has been difficult yeah for the last four years and it's been damn near impossible for the last 12 months yeah the first case of COVID-19 was discovered in the United States January 21st of 2020 we're coming up on the one year anniversary things are going to get better but not right away so you have to make sure that you're staying healthy you have to make sure you're taking care of yourself do as I say, not as I did, <laughs> so to speak. Right. Right. To wrap up, we're, we're getting, coming to the end, but we got to talk about it. Right. We do. We, we got to fucking talk about it. Yeah. So uh, one last spoiler. We're going to talk about the final episode of The Mandalorian. I find it hard to believe that if you listen to this show, you haven't seen it already. But if. If if you if you haven't seen it already, go ahead and shut the show off now. Uh, uh, this has been episode three hundred and twelve, Mister Marriage Podcast. With you as always, I'm Zach. I'm Eric. I love you, and we're going to talk about the Mandalorian now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I also find it hard to believe that even if you haven't seen it, it hasn't been spoiled for you right. at this point. Uh, I so. was I was very lucky. I had my suppositions, and I was pretty sure because the one thing that slipped was there was going to be an appearance. Yeah, uh, a huge appearance. And I was like, fuck, I think I know who it's going to be. Right. The episode was very good. Um, you know, the, the final episode, it built to a pretty dramatic. I, I do. Here's the one I will say, because I'm a fucking pessimist and I have to have at least a problem with it. Right. <laughs> the dark troopers were fucking goofy. I didn't I was not afraid of them. They did not give me this feeling of dread or horror because they were too robotic. Mm-hmm. I think if they would have been partially, you know, because they're like, they, there's no more man. They've been all replaced by a robot. Okay, that's not scary. Now we're back to the Roger, Roger. 
Yeah, Roger, those Roger. are like the yeah. Dark Troopers version 3.0. Like, you know, yeah. I, I would if rather. They had been some of the, uh, yeah. Like yeah, part would, machine, part human. Yep. I would rather seen something that had the capability to be evil, mm-hmm. but was, but was singularly focused in its evilness. Kind of like Moff Gideon, who they kind of neutered towards the end of that episode. Right. But yeah. f- for purpose. So, you know, Mando takes out one of them and, and it's a, it's a fucking battle. And then he sucks them all out the airlock and then when they're all on the bridge and they see, oh, we've got contacts and that's all the dark troopers coming back. Even then I was still like, these fucking things look goofy. And I'm like, and guess what? Something, something big is going to happen. Mm-hmm. And they get them. I will say the one moment, you know, they're pounding on the door. The one moment that was pretty cool is when they just stopped and turned and you're like, Oh, even they think something bad's going to happen, you know? Yeah. So that was kind of cool, but it, they were just, it was just two fucking like rock'em sock'em robots. That's yeah, what it was. Are. That's what it was. They looked like rock'em sock'em robots. I couldn't fucking put my fucking finger on it. They yeah. looked exactly like fucking rock'em sock'em robots. Even their fists, <laughs> they're fucking shaped the same fucking way. That's what, that's it. Fuck. Okay. Thank God. It was driving me nuts. I was like, why do they look so fucking stupid? And it's because they look like rock'em sock'em robots. And next, uh, next season, we'll have hungry hungry hippo um so oh we've got one more contact and it was three seconds later that i knew what was going to happen a single x-wing oh we're saved i'm like oh i know who's in that ship uh yeah there is there is nowhere that and i was like there's a slim chance a slim chance that it's going to be uh socatano there's a slim chance that that's who it's going to be i was like maybe they couldn't go the whole way Maybe yeah. they were just like, we can't bring ourselves to do it. We can't go fucking the full Monty. We can't show you dick and butts. We're only going to show you like upper cleave. Right. Yeah. Like, and then it lands and there's basically silence. And then they show him from behind. And I'm like, it's happening. This is happening. And then they show the hand. I'm like, this is fucking happening. And then they show the lightsaber light up. And I'm like, I'm colorblind of shades, but that's fucking green. (laughs) (laughs) And like, it was almost as powerful of a moment to me as seeing the opening crawl in the force awakens of knowing that it's happening. Yeah. And the thing that I needed to see so badly to see Luke motherfucking Skywalker lay fucking waste to see the actual true Jedi master, not just tricking a big fat guy, you know, not fucking telling Bib Fortuna, like basically swallow your own tongue. Like not that guy, not like, Hey, I'm going to do some tricks and be smooth, but he, and that's why it would have been so much more important if they would have been fucking human. Mm -hmm. Like he is fucking murdering people to do what's right. Instead, he's just murdering robots. And again, Roger, 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 Roger. You know, it's like that took a little bit out of it to me. But watching him just make it look fucking easy. Having his Darth Vader moment, man. Well, and that's the thing. It totally paralleled the the Rogue One corridor scene. And it's funny, like the day before that episode broke, I was getting my hair cut. And that was my pitch to Rob. I was like, I bet you the last episode is going to end like this. They're all trapped in a corner somewhere. Things are looking grim. And then all of a sudden, slow reveal, 
and just it's going to be so much like Vader was in Rogue One, but only for the good guys this time. Well, and so I'm watching it and I'm like, the way that they're doing this, maybe they're they're going to get away cheap. They're mm-hmm. just not going to show him. He's going to come in. They're going to show like a, a back one quarter shot. He's going to hold out his hand. Grogu's just going to walk up, take his hand and they're going to leave. And you never actually see it. Mm-hmm. I was like, I could, I, and I may even accept that because it's like, man, how do you do it? How do you do it? Right. Mm-hmm. Like it's expensive. This is a TV show. Um, you know, I mean, it's like, I just can't see them being willing to do it, to go the whole fucking, the whole dick and balls right there in your face. Right. You know, what's cool about the fact that they did it. What's that? Is that other than like, I think other than Filoni and Favreau, like none of the actors, especially none of them knew Mark Hamill was going to be on set until he walked on set. So did they deep fake over the top of him? Yes. Really? The action scenes are a body. Double, oh, sure, 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 but sure. The face, he was on set. So this is this is what confuses me. Why was the fucking dialogue so stilted? I don't know. That's weird. That's what the part that was weird to me, because yeah. it felt like they were just using stock audio. But could you imagine how fucking cool it would have been to be an actor who's been a fan of Star Wars your whole life? And all of a sudden, fucking Mark Hamill walks in and you're like, what the fuck is he doing here? Well, so we know what would have been awesome is if they did the reveal in scene. Yeah. Like he walks through the door and they're like, you know, the script had just said Jedi enters Jedi says, you know, and and they gave him bullshit lines. Right. Yeah. And, and so the Jedi, the Jedi enters and it would be so cool if that's why the fucking dialogue was stilted was because they knew Jedi says four words, you answer Jedi says four more words because none of the, None of the dialogue that they answered with indicated that they knew who Luke Skywalker was or that it was Luke Skywalker. And he never called himself by name. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, actually, if you were just reading the script, you wouldn't know it was Luke Skywalker. It could just that be. That was probably intentional. Jedi enters and then, you know. I mean, and, could you imagine a script gets leaked? That was exact. That would be exactly what they would want. Is that, right. that all you could get out of that is that a Jedi shows up. Which, which we knew was going to happen. Everybody knew that a Jedi was coming to yeah, save Yeah, I mean, Grogu. I think the only yeah. person on that ship that knew who Luke Skywalker was was Moff Gideon. And I say that because he tried to shoot himself in the fucking face. Right. Well, and that's, and that's <laughs> the, so, and you know, I said they neutered him. But yeah. there was the one moment when he was just sitting on the ground and they cut to his face and you would have fucking swore he was Hitler as the entire fucking allied army was descending upon his bunker. Yeah. He looked fucking terrified. Yeah. And that was a good sell. And that was neat because honestly, all throughout the show, aside from seeing Ahsoka Tano and, and, and Mando interacting with her. Jedi were a thing that they were kind of like, did they really exist? Yeah. Like we have heard of Jedi or I've seen Jedi or it was never, I've seen Jedi. Really that big a deal. Yeah. Yeah. It's a thing that happened nine years ago and there was one of them and he blew up a death star, but who hasn't blown up a death star? You know, like I, it's, this is the only show in recent memory I can think of that has made me like audibly react to what is happening on screen in front of me. And it happened with Boba Fett and it happened with, uh, well, it happened with Bo-Katan, but to a lesser degree, just cause I thought it was cool that they were bringing it, but I know the backstory there cause I watched rebels and, right. but then when I saw that X-Wing show up, I said, they fucking didn't. 
and I just like every every so, oh, like, dude. You know, oh, I wish we, you could yeah, fucking see it. Like it's like it's well, still like, it's happening again. Yeah, like the hairs are standing up, dude. And man, like, like that's exactly what happened. What happened? Anyone who's you know Star Wars fanatic, they knew the second the second you saw the X wing, it was all over. But I right. still loved the way they tried to make you think it wasn't until it was by like they only show him from the back. Then when his lightsaber ignites, it's on a black and white screen, so you can't tell what color it is. And then they show you his belt buckle. And then they show you a black gloved hand. And then they finally show you the color of the saber. And you're like, motherfuck, yes, yes, Well, and, yes. It, and it's like, and then they start showing how he's fucking laying waste to them. Like, n- uh-huh. you're like, nobody, he's the most, so, so the, there's been all this weird shit that's happened. Like, Luke Skywalker is the most powerful Jedi that has fucking ever lived. Yeah. Like, like that's, that's a thing. That's a thing. Yeah. And they keep saying, you know, Oh, Master Yoda is so powerful. And Anakin was so powerful. Well, Luke was the most powerful yeah. and they fucking sold him out in the new trilogy. Mm-hmm. And, and that's where I'm torn. Right. And, and Brian Quinn said the same thing on, uh, on uh, tell him Steve, Dave is that I'm torn because I know who Luke becomes because yeah. they fucked it up and they told that story. So I'm torn because I'm like, man, I want Grogu to go with him and I want him to save everybody. But they made Luke a bitch. But maybe maybe they're going to do something about that. Maybe I just I'm afraid it's too late. Like, I'm afraid that I'm afraid that it's too late to re. Oh, well, wait, there's the one way they could fix it. Two words for you. Sebastian Stan. Yeah. They reboot, but mid-level. They go yeah. back and they pick up right here. Right. Because I didn't, or, or even or even five years prior. Because is this nine or five after uh, uh, the Battle of Endor? Five. Okay, so they go back three years prior and start telling the story mm-hmm. of Luke Skywalker and what happened after Endor and all the things that he did. And, and now you bring in... Mara Jade and now you bring in like the actual extended universe stories that people loved and believed in and then retell Luke Skywalker and follow Sebastian Stan as he ages making good fucking movies because I would have accepted when that hood came off I would have accepted Sebastian Stan and maybe okay and yeah I mean because everyone would have known who he was supposed to be the only problem is right now, I think he's actively busy shooting Falcon and Winter Soldier. So I don't know if they could, you know, have him. They only needed but him for five minutes. They, they only needed him for five minutes. <laughs> well, it also doesn't mean that they won't. Right. Like if they're going to do it any more long term, it's going to be too expensive to constantly deep fake that face. Right, but, I mean, I th- but I think that would have been their opportunity to reveal him as the new Luke Skywalker. Yeah, that would have been their reveal. The hood comes off. And you get that cheesy moment of I'm Luke Skywalker. I would have not have had that problem. Like everybody was bitching and they're like, like, I'm so glad we didn't have that moment of him saying I'm Luke Skywalker, Jedi Knight or whatever. I would have been fine with that because that's the kind of shit Luke would say because Luke's kind of a toolbox. Um, (laughs) There's 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 more than one way they could fix that. And the fact that Ahsoka is getting her own show. And that they're basically saying that that show is a continuation of the way Rebels ended mm-hmm. and you didn't watch Rebels. Mm-hmm. There was a thing akin to time traveling in Rebels and it was a thing called like the world between worlds. And I think it was called flow walking. But 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 you can only go you can only go back in time. You can't go forward. 
because uh, that's how that's how uh, Ahsoka survived her, her her duel with Darth Vader is that somebody comes in and pulls her out right as like the place is literally falling down around them during their duel. And that's probably like the only way she made it. But it's still impressive that she survived as long as she did throwing down with him. Um, and if her show is a continuation of that, that means that all of that stuff is in canon. And if that stuff's in canon, they can do whatever they want to move forward with things. And the fact that she's going to go after Thrawn means that Edra, Ezra Bridger is also a character. And I am curious to see what they're going to do with that. But don't you think it would have been fucking and I, I don't use this word very often because it's way overused. Yes, but don't you think it would have been fucking epic if that hood would have come off and it would have been Sebastian Stan underneath there? I, I'm not going to lie. I like that it was Mark Hamill. Well, the only problem I have is it's like he's done. You know what I mean? He's done. And we, we, we know that like, as I'm looking at it, I'm going, that's fake. Just think about it this way though. They finally gave us, you had your goosebumps. You yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, for they sure. They gave us the Luke Skywalker we've wanted for 40 years. It would have been cheap if it was somebody else's face. I, for at least that first reveal, it needed to be Mark <sighs> Hamill. And I also think he deserved that after what he had to go through in The Last Jedi. He wasn't happy with his character's arc in that. Yeah. I think it would have been cheap not to give him the opportunity to do it. Maybe. I just, I find it, like, I'm, I don't know how they reveal, like, if they do, and I don't, I honestly don't think they will. But if they did a Sebastian Stan like I think substitution they at this point know that we would all accept it and be fine and happy with the fact right. that we're getting more Luke Skywalker. Well, well, but we would also like, I think people would fucking lose their shit if it was Sebastian Stan because oh, he would, fits, he fits so fucking perfectly. I know, but and that's I'd, why they wouldn't make a big deal out of it. They just do it. They're like, yeah, but I just think it would be cool. It would have been cool to have that moment of, yeah. it, it would have been kind of like the, the passing of the gauntlet, you mm-hmm. know, um, because, or even, you know, it would have been kind of smooth would have been Sebastian Stan, but Mark Hamill's voice. Yeah. And that would have been kind of the way of, of transitioning, you know, and, and because it's like, I just, I, I don't know what moment you can have your big reveal moment of Sebastian Stan now. Like mm-hmm. when, if they, if they were to do it, like how they could do it in a way that would be like, Oh fuck, which I think yeah. this would have done that, you know? And I don't think anybody would have been mad. Because you were given the character his moment, but at the same time, they were doing what they supposedly were doing with the fucking abortion of a trilogy that they just did by mm. passing it off to new actors and new stories. Yeah. You know, that, which they didn't realize that you can't just do with brand new fucking characters because there's no emotional attachment to those characters. Yeah. That's that's why Finn was fucking pointless as a character. There was yeah. no emotional attachment to that character. Well, here, here, here's what I like. So Finn is like a, you know, PTSD stormtrooper, right? Mm-hmm. And what he, so was Bill Burr's character. I sure as hell like Bill Burr's character a lot more than oh, I right. like. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. Well, because Bill Burr's character wasn't a fucking pussy. You yeah. know, that was Finn's biggest problem was like he never, he, like he wasn't great at anything. Bill Burr's character was a fucking expert marksman and he was a badass. Like yeah. he was, he was done taking their shit. Whereas, and he was, but he still clearly had some mental anguish. Whereas yeah. Finn was just a fucking baby about everything. Like yeah. he, he, you know, he wasn't a badass. He got lucky when he fought that fucking stormtrooper, and he had that lightsaber that he didn't know what to fucking do with. And now their yeah. new fucking answer for everything was, well, they got a little bit of force. Yeah, he's force sensitive. <laughs> yeah, a little um, bit of force. But I'll be curious to see where they go with the show now and what to Grogu's 
involvement is in this because he's become too big for them to just not have him on the show right. anymore because he went off with Luke Skywalker. It would be a weird choice if they it just would, said, it, it fuck would, it. They'd lose a lot of people. The people that like, there's some, let's, it's, it's obvious. There are people that watch that show just for that character sure. and for it, for him to be gone, I think is, that would be a big risk. Yeah, it would, but it also would be a pretty, um, ambitious move, which they're pretty good at, you know, but, but I will say that Favreau understands star Wars. Yeah. He gets it. He, and be, because what he understands is in order to understand star Wars, you need to understand star Wars fans Yep. because star Wars was never great. Like the, the, the for a new hope was not a phenomenally acted movie. Like right. it was never great. What made it great was the fans that they fell in love with it. And it was what they needed at the time. And then it grew into something so much larger. And Dude. Favreau understands that because ultimately Mandalorian space Western. Yep. I mean, and it, it's a very simple concept. It's not over overly deep, but it's well acted. It's well produced and it's a good show. And it's yeah, giving it's the fans fun. every bit of that show is fan service. Yeah. And that is how you keep well, fans like done the right way. Yes. Though. Yes. Yeah. W- w- in a way that it serves the story. And, you yep. know, another thing that was pointed out um, on another podcast the other day was they had that huge girl power mo- moment in the final episode. Yeah. And did you notice it? Right. Because you didn't need to. Right. Because exactly. they were the badass, baddest ass motherfuckers on that screen. And you, they didn't need to be like, hey, by the way, we're all girls. Mm-hmm. You know, because it didn't fucking matter. They were girls. They were there and they were fucking kicking ass and they were yeah. really good at what they did. All of them. Like they all mm-hmm. had a special fucking, a special job to do a special ability. And at no point did the boys need to come in and save the day any more than Mando needed his ass saved by Luke Skywalker. Right. You know, like Mando was in just bad as, as much of bad shape as everybody else. He was just as doomed as everybody else. Luke Skywalker saved everybody mm-hmm. kind of. In, I mean, uh, I won't say including Moff Gideon, but that was a fucking badass move for them to insert him attempting suicide. That is not a very Star Wars fucking story arc. Like him fucking putting <laughs> that blaster under his fucking chin. Like that was that. Was, I did not see that coming. <laughs> like I thought he was going to, I thought he was going to try to shoot oh. fucking Grogu and instead he fucking, yeah. he's like, I ain't fighting a Jedi, <laughs> so, which is, which is weird because it's like, what is he? Jedi's not going to torture him. Like, right. so wouldn't you rather just take your chances? I mean, if you're, if you're going to shoot yourself and kill yourself, well, I think, like, how is that death? <laughs> well, honestly, I took it more like he also knew that like Luke could get information out of him, whether he wanted to give it or not. Oh Yeah. Yeah, is that's the way true. I, is the way I was looking at that. But is there anybody else? Oh, so that that's interesting to me because that implies there's someone else in charge. Oh, of course there is. Because if 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 Moff Gideon is the one in charge, what does he care if Luke pries a bunch of information out of him? There's no one for right. him to answer to. To you know, to whatever degree the Emperor could still exist, he had to at some point be the one to tell other people, "You need to make me a new body. I'm still around." Right. Right. Or, you know, hundreds of new bodies. (laughs) And if, and if the emperor who is at this point, non-corporeal and can't really do anything is your boss and the guy who killed your boss just shows up or like played a hand (laughs) to kill you. Yeah. You're probably going to be like, Oh fuck. Uh, 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 Can I just be dead? (laughs) I'm going to go ahead and just 
eat this blaster real quick. That's a good point. I hadn't, I had not thought of it that way. That's a very, very, very good point. Yeah. But just seeing the fear, the fear in Moff Gideon's Uh eyes was amazing. I love the meme. It's just like, it shows him smirking. It's like, shit, just one X-Wing showed up. Just one X-Wing show. I love that so much. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty great. So I wonder what they're going to do with him. I wonder if he's done or if they're going to bring him no, back. And Apparently, he still plays a big part in the next season. I wonder that's how that what, works. That's what Giancarlo Esposito has said. Because um, I don't want to see him be like this neutered, like, like comic foil character now. Like, you know, because he, yeah. he had some like goofy moments, you know. Well, no, see, it wouldn't surprise me. There's got to be more. And then so uh, there's always got to be escalation right so last season it was moff gideon and this season it was moff gideon and a fleet of dark troopers which yeah they looked goofy to you and they were supposed to be more intimidating i think than they came off being yeah so they're gonna have something else next season too and then they've already dropped thrawn's name so you know there's more out there there's bigger more powerful people at stake um yeah i don't know i just don't know what they're gonna do with it how do you feel about these other shows that they're getting ready to launch? Uh, you know, there's a couple. I, I will watch Ahsoka, especially now that I know it's picking up where Rebels left yeah. off. I will watch. Strangely, uh, I will too, and I always hated that character, but Rosario Dawson fucking won me right the fuck over. She was amazing. Yeah, she's, yeah. Yeah, she's good. Uh, and then the Rangers of the New Republic. So so apparently, uh, Ahsoka, Rangers of the New Republic, uh, the Book of Boba Fett, and Mandalorian Season 3, uh, are all going to lead into something big. The way she, Kathleen Kennedy put it was a big cinematic event. Hmm. So like a new trilogy, maybe because they maybe. talked about that, a new trilogy mm-hmm. starring new characters. They had talked well, about there, that. There's for a so while. many. So Taika, Taika Watiti gets to make a movie. Kevin Feige is getting to make a star Wars movie. Hmm. Um, any one of those could be the big cinematic event that all these things are going to feed into. Um, well, but it just leads me to believe that there's not going to be anything getting wrapped up in a neat little bow anytime well, soon on any of these shows. Well, if there's anything that Disney, like the Disney Marvel juggernaut knows how to do, and if they, if they allow them, which they obviously yeah. have bringing in John Favreau to feed it, they know how to take multiple stories and yeah. bring them together to make a better, bigger story. Um, yep. so hopefully that they, they'll, they'll follow that formula. I, I mean, Rogue Squadron looks like it'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and, uh, I I have no interest in Bad Batch at all. Yeah, like right. it's a it's a cartoon, and I feel like the Bad Batch had their moment in Clone Wars. Like, yeah, you don't need to do an entire series. Yeah, about those guys. I mean, and then gives a you know, shit. of course, of course, Obi Wan's going to be cool. Um, yeah, is that is that a thing that's actually going to happen, or are they just fucking with us? Yeah, no, it's happening, and so. But from what I've read, the way Vader is incorporated into it is more through like flashbacks, force visions, and then like also something similar to like when Luke fought Darth Vader and it ended up being himself like in that cave in Dagobah. Right. It's all going to be things like that where like Obi-Wan's like dream fighting Vader or reliving moments with. Yeah, because you can't really I mean, because the moment on the Death Star when Vader says, you know, when last we met, you were the teacher and I was a student. There's no way that they met again after, um, right? On um, on the fucking what the fuck is the name of the fucking ma 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 the the lava planet. Yeah, Mustafar. Mustafar. Yeah. Well, well, yeah. He does say that. He says, "I was but the learner. Now I am the master." But before they actually throw down, Vader says, "I feel something." 
a presence I've not felt since, and it cuts off. Right. I don't think he was feeling a whole lot of presence when he was on fire. So I'd like uh, to know when is the last time he felt that presence? Well, maybe he just and, meant, you know, the last time he felt Obi-Wan's presence. I mean, yeah. it could but have I mean, been so as simple as... that might be as... a thing, too, where, like, they end up somewhere near enough each other that they can sense each other. Oh. Uh, and that'll be a real part of the story. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I don't know. But I, I'm on. I'm in. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I love <laughs> Ewan McGregor. I just saw a, a clip of him on the Graham Norton show. Yeah. where he's swinging around and, fight, and it's years old. I mean, it's probably the clip's too. probably yeah. 10 years old and he's just having so much fun swinging that fucking lightsaber around. And the guy has yeah. wanted this Obi-Wan show for so long. Well, he said it was like Christmas when he walked on set and they opened up the wardrobe and yep. his costume, his, that was his Obi-Wan costume was right there. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty wild. I mean, it, and there's just, I mean, I, I just don't want them to overdo it, you know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, like right now, I'm not terribly looking forward to any new Marvel movies because I'm afraid that this phase will be not as cool. Oh, I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I just there's nothing I'm super looking forward to. I'm looking forward to Doctor Strange because I think it's yeah. going to open a lot of things up. Maybe. And Elizabeth Olsen just said how much fun it was working with Sam Raimi. She's like, he definitely uses the camera to tell a story in a way that I had not worked with somebody before. And it was a lot of fun. Did you see the and meme? And I know exactly what she means by that because did, of the way he shoots things. Did you see the meme that said the moment Sam Raimi gave Kevin Feige the Doctor Strange script and it was Spider-Man 4? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, we're going to have to wrap up soon because my tablet's going to die. I got it plugged in and it's still not charging. It's like it says it's charging, but the battery is at 3%. We're too um, much for your tablet. We're too much for the Ryan battery. Reynolds, you know, they're, they're bringing Deadpool into the MCU. Deadpool yeah. 3 is going to be rated R. He's still writing it. His tweet response to confirm that was, well, to be fair, I showed them Spider-Man 1 and 2 and told them it was Deadpool. <laughs> I love him so much so fucking much this he has been episode 312 misinformation podcast with you as always I'm Zach I'm Eric love you Aaron yeah, 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 you. hostile you you hostile you yeah you can spoil my day please don't ruin my night You've just heard the misinformation theme song, Hostile You by the Matt Lees Band. Thanks for listening.